This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is y'all's Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. All right. Good job. Ready to go? Ready. Welcome to Slashy Radio. My name is Mikey Bones, and I'm joined by Catch Valor and Rob Humphrey. What's up, guys? I should have saved that burp. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like me to leave it in? No, it's whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's just for the patron. (laughs) I am not about to edit an entire version of the show with a burp. (laughs) <laughs> Son of a bitch. What's going on, guys? It's my birthday pick. It is. It is your birthday pick. It is my you birthday right now. Picked something. <laughs> you sure did. I sure the fuck did. We got a lot to get into this week. We got my birthday pick, which is, uh, as you guys can tell now, Jason goes to hell. We have a giveaway for Rob's unboxing. What else do we have to do? We got a voicemail. We got a lot of shit to do. News. Everything. Oh, wow. We got stuff all over the place. Damn. Yeah, we can't fuck around this week. We got a lot of shit. To, we got we to gotta act like we know what we're doing now. All right. Before we get into anything, uh, it's my birthday as, as we're recording this right now. Guys, you know, I've had such a busy week with it, you know, uh, uh, pre-birthday celebrations and everything else I've had to do throughout the weekend, weekend. I didn't have a chance to watch Jason Goes to Hell. (laughs) So I hope you guys were very, very, you paid a lot of attention. You were very attentive. And you can walk me through this episode. Oh, my God. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Unbelievable. What's I've been busy. It's my birthday. Uh I was busy. Yeah. I, I ran a 5K. You you know, and also you do strike me as the kind of man who would have pre-birthday celebrations. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Absolutely, yes. You are I not mean. a child. Your birthday is not a big deal. Nobody cares. Remember what I always say: you're exceptional in exactly zero ways. <laughs> that might be true. I don't watch Jason goes to hell though. <laughs> so uh, that being said, I seen Rob's tweet earlier. Watch, oh, that brought me so much joy, Rob. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um, uh, Kat and Rob will be gracious enough to carry me through this episode since, you know, I just didn't have the time to really <laughs> sit and watch Jason Goes to Hell. We're watching Mother for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, I know. You just opened up a whole fucking world of pain now, oh, man. I know I did. And you know what? It's fucking worth it. And <laughs> Unbelievable. I, it's it was hilarious that Rob said last week how proud of me he was, and I jumped on a grenade for everybody. <laughs> Did you really think I was going to jump on that fucking grenade? Uh, uh, see, you know, I thought you took this show more seriously than that. That's all. Absolutely, I, I I brought us great content this week. 
<laughs> I would be really, really mad about this if I had already because well, that was the thing. This was the um Friday the thirteenth movie that my boyfriend and I were on. Uh, if I had already watched it with him and then I had to watch it again this week to take notes, I might quit the show right now. Well, see, <laughs> look, everything I do, as much as Kat does give me hell for certain things, I, I like Kat suffering, but really the priority is Rob. So if Kat can, can get a little bit of pain, that's a plus, but I don't, you know. Unbelievable. You had to watch it eventually anyway, Kat. This was coming. I, yeah. It it was. You know, so it's like really wasn't that I just kinda got I ripped the band-aid off for you. That's what I'm saying. Like that that fact saved you. Right. And I we had already that. watched it. <laughs> I calculated that in, but Rob had no reason whatsoever to ever sit in front of a television and watch this movie again. <laughs> Until today. I love you, Rob. All right. All right, that's fine. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna pay for this dearly one day. So I'm well, I had it. two movies picked out. One was actually good, and another one is you can only find streaming on Facebook. Holy oh, shit! So <laughs> now I know which one we're doing. So I got to make a Facebook account. Is what you're saying? Holy shit! All right. Well, uh, would you like to get to your giveaway, Rob? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, so I got um, the giveaway. Uh, two Blu-rays. We've got Countdown, which is a uh, Blu-ray, DVD, and digital code, all included in one. Oh, wow. So you never have to be without Countdown. You can take it <laughs> everywhere you go. Because um, who knows? You you never know when you're going to want to watch a movie about a killer app or whatever the fuck that movie's about. It's hilarious. Uh, and we also have The Invisible Man, uh, which is also Blu-ray, DVD, and digital. So Dumbass suit. You're covered all the way around with uh, both of those movies. I um, think we should watch Countdown on the show. You think? I do. <laughs> well, I'm giving the movie away, so I'm, I can't possibly watch it. Oh, man. It. <laughs> yeah. The tagline for the movie, by the way, is death. There's an app for that. <laughs> it's stupid. Damn. Um, I don't know. Are we going to give them both away to one person, or should we do them individually? That's up to you. I don't really care. <laughs> all right. Uh, also, we we should mention this is for uh, all only patrons are eligible for this giveaway. Yeah, and you can sign up at patron patreon dot com slash slasher radio. Yes, uh, Miki was our our last sign up, so you know he he's now eligible. Boom. Mm -hmm. Yep, got in there just under the wire, Miki. Yeah. So we want to be eligible for any future giveaways. Uh, we have uh, mystery boxes that we get every by the time. This episode is out. I will have recorded my giveaway stuff. So, you know, we'll talk about that next week. But right now, uh, Rob's his his giveaway video is up and yeah. uh, we're giving away stuff from that and got to sign up to be eligible. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. My favorite thing about the horror pack so far has been the fact that I got the box. I did the unboxing video, sent it to you. It was posted. And then I got an email from them telling me that it was on the way and I could track it at this link. <laughs> oh, and so I thought, wow, they're sending me another one so quick. And then I clicked the link, and it just said delivered. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you should have sent them an, an email back saying, hey, you can watch it here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slow bastards. Um, let, you know what? Let's um, uh, let's. I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? Should we give them both of them to one person, or spread the love around? I was just about to say, I don't know who would like Countdown and Invisible Man, but I do. <laughs> I. <laughs> 
I like Countdown, ironically. I like it because there was, there's the weed priest. He made the whole even, thing worth it. I don't even remember that. I don't know how you could not remember him. <laughs> so bad as this movie. It was terrible. And I tried, I tried three times to see it in theaters and couldn't. I will and say it, if I had tried that hard to watch Countdown, I might have been mm-hmm. more agitated. But yeah. it, for me, it was like, a, oh, it's 11 at night. What are we going to do? And then there's like one theater that's still open and they're playing Countdown. And it's like, oh, well, we have to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I went to the theater the first time and um, the theater, the, the door was locked to get into the theater. <laughs> and and so I got home all pissed off and they were like, well, yeah, the last movie started at nine. So at nine twenty, we locked the door. And I was like, yeah, but your app says that there are 15 to 20 minutes of previews. And I wasn't in a hurry to get there because of that, you know. And then uh, the second time I tried to see it, the projector was broken in the theater that I was going to. And then the third time when I tried to see it, the heater was broken. It was winter <laughs> uh, when the uh, in the theater that I was going to. So I eventually then caught it when it was streaming or on demand or something. And my God, it's terrible. <laughs> something to look um, forward to. Wherever it gets this yeah, beautiful movie. Yeah. Uh, the Invisible Man, though, is really good. It has an awesome suit in it. Stupid fucking suit. Yeah, maybe we uh, should give them a ways to set like one good movie and one bad movie and and one bad movie with a weed priest. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do. That. If it was two good movies, I would give them away separately. Yeah. Um. And and again, for the record, the only reason I'm giving away the Invisible Man is because I already have it. Otherwise, that shit would stay with me. All right. Jeffrey Reddick also agreed with me. The stupid fucking suit. So that there one I more time. No, we talked about this before though. He walked it back. He said it though, David. He did. I know. I didn't appreciate him more trying to like as soon as he heard it was me that thought it and tried to change his mind. Yeah. Yeah. Very disrespectful. Uh all right. We ready to spin the wheel? Spin the wheel. Yep. Let's spin it. One winner. Here we go. One winner, two moves. Holy shit. <laughs> Fucking Nesto. Nesto, my best friend in the world one. You need to put like a little heart sticker in there. Yeah. Like a little oh, post-it yeah. note. <laughs> Rob, please write him a note. Oh, yeah. Yeah, handwritten note probably too. Uh, <laughs> Ernesto, that's exciting. That's exciting. Congratulations, buddy. This is going to be the most annoying. I just picture somebody showing up to Nesto's job with like balloons and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, all right, shit. Nesto, congratulations. We're going to send you The Invisible Man and Countdown. Um, and a handwritten uh, letter. Good luck. Yeah, you can. Um, basically, I'm sending you Countdown so you can throw it away for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Congratulations, Nesto. Now Rob has to have your address. So uh, That's yeah. the scary part. Yeah. yeah. That's the best part about it. Yeah, that's scary. Um. Damn. Do they still do, are singing telegrams still a thing? <laughs> oh man, Nestor's gonna have to get this DVD and then move. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, all right. Uh, again, if you guys want to be eligible for, uh, oh, by the way, too, you don't just get like it's not just giveaway stuff. You get extra content, Easter egg, extra show every week. You know, all these unboxing videos and everything. So, uh, good value starting at three dollars yeah. a month. Get your ass over there. Yeah, weekly you can hear how I defeat these guys in various uh, extra <laughs> shows on the Lord Humphrey Audio Entertainment Network. 
We did just do killer beats. You have to mm-hmm. listen to music. Yeah. Don't tell Undefeated. Nobody. Wow, you're a liar. Um, that's so busy this week. He had uh, the pick on the, the Patreon show. and Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all about. It's funny. It's your birthday, but it's all about Nesto. Fucking Nesto. Mm-hmm. He's talking days about celebrating Nesto, though. Really, he's talking shit about the fantasy football game. Is he on he that was. already? Already? Yeah. Oh. Uh, How I told... come everybody sees this stuff but me? Because you don't go on Twitter. Because you use TweetDeck. Oh yeah, I do use TweetDeck. Yeah. Uh. I'm gonna start using TweetDeck so I don't have to see all of this stuff. Me too. It's probably a better idea. Um, all right. Uh, also, oh yeah, I had a I put out a tweet, and it was a poll, and I asked how drunk I should get before you two have to deal with me. And uh, the percent there was four options, and it was out of ten options. Uh, one was three out of ten, five out of ten, eight out of ten, and triple digits. My guy, and uh, yeah, five hundred forty-two votes and triple digits. My guy won. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, and I'm going to be honest, I'm rounding third. <laughs> I'm fucking coming home, baby. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so that seems like a good time to do drink roll call. Yeah. Yeah. What's, uh, what are you drinking there, Mikey? I don't remember. I had, <laughs> uh, I had, I had Bel Air for some reason, and I was drinking Bel Air Rosé, and then What the some... fuck is Bel Air? It's like, it's a rosé. It, it's, mm. I don't know why I bought it. It was on sale, and I was going to the register. Uh, Smirnoff Pink Lemonade is also what I'm drinking. And I was going there to the register with my Smirnoff Pink Lemonade, and I seen it for sale. It came with two little little wine glasses, and I was like, well, shit. Ah. You're drinking rosé and pink lemonade. Boy, you're drinking like a man. (laughs) (laughs) I got made fun of for the apple pucker, but Mikey can have rosé and pink lemonade. Just like a old cowboys in the old west used to drink. I am thirty three now. I got I got to act different. I passed all the Ciroc and the Hennessy and all that shit I would normally buy, <laughs> and I bought a Cristal Rosé. Damn it! All right, this is this thirty three. This is what we do. All right, yeah. being a gentleman now. God damn it! Right. So yeah, I'm, I don't know what was in between. I forget. <laughs> That's it. All right, Kat, what what are you on tonight? I am drinking rum and Starlight Coke. Mm. Oh, what does the Starlight Coke taste like? Um, So I have friends that say that it tastes like s'mores. I think if it tasted like s'mores, I wouldn't drink it. That sounds awful. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does not taste like s'mores. No. Um, it's... Well, now it tastes like rum. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like, I took a sip because it's like, I'm going to describe this eloquently. It's got like a lighter Mm -hmm. flavor than normal Coke. It's not quite as sweet as normal Coke, uh, which I think Mm -hmm. actually makes it better. Does it indeed taste like Starlight? It it tastes like what I imagine Starlight tastes like. Okay. (laughs) All right. What kind of rum are you drinking? Um, the cheap kind. That's hilarious. All right. right. I like the, I like rum myself, you know. Um, uh, there is a parrot tonight... on the bottle, if that helps. <laughs> uh, tonight I am drinking um, an, an overlooked beer, one that uh, doesn't get enough credit for being really good. Uh, I am drinking the Sam Adams Summer Ale. Oh, And it gets overlooked because everyone is always really anticipating the release of Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Yeah. Uh, and they 
sleep on how good the Sam Adams summer ale is. So I picked up uh, some of those today. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Good job, Rob. All right. Yeah. Rob, stop letting us drink alone, cat. <laughs> I appreciate it. Right. Me too. You feel more like a community. Yeah. Come on now. Like a drunken idiot community. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bought Liquid Death in a while, actually. I'm uh, still mad at you for that. Well, I'll tell you what happened is I go, I go, I have to go out of my way to go to Target to buy it because it's the only place locally where I can get it, right? In like like a case, like a 12 pack or whatever, right? So I go there and I buy a, I buy a 12 pack of it. it cost me 15 bucks, right? I bring it home and then like a day and a half later, they're all gone and I've had like two and my son's had the other. <laughs> and I'm like, God damn, you know? Yeah. So, you know. It goes back to the whole thing. You can't have can't nothing. Have shit. Can't yeah. Have shit. So I just am like, now I'm I'm reluctant to go buy it, you know? Yeah. And it's not even something you could hide because who wants warm water? Yeah. 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 yeah you got to put it in the, yeah. got to put it in the refrigerator. So yeah, it's a. Uh, That's a life uh, hack. Uh, if you learn to drink your beverages at room temperature, no <laughs> one will take them. <laughs> <laughs> that is That's true. Fair. That is true. I learned why um, most dads now have uh, a second fridge out in the garage, yeah. you know? <laughs> that also works. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, I live in an apartment with no garage, so what am I going to do? That's fair. Uh, put them in your trunk. Yeah. That'll work well. But uh, anyway, I don't, I don't know. Um, so I haven't had them in a while. <clears throat> fair enough. Uh, I think it was shit and a waste of money, but, you know, that's just me. You well, drink the wrong you got one. The sparkling, <laughs> yeah, the sparkling berry flavor. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, so what? Sorry, it didn't taste as good as your rosé and pink Hey, <laughs> now. That's grown man shit right there, okay? <laughs> Lord, Grown man, man shit. Uh, we do have voicemail this week. Ooh, okay. Oh, good. Yeah, and uh, if you want to leave a voicemail for the show. You trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. Do so by calling... Ooh, let's see if I can do this. 917-397-5455. Damn it, I did it. Uh, that's uh, 917-397-KILL. Also, uh, you can leave voicemail, anything horror-related, show-related. Uh, you want to just vent about some shit uh, about the horror community or whatever. You can do that, and we will play it on the show and discuss it like you are about to hear now. This voicemail is from Greg. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, he DM'd me after the voicemail. Oh, no. Yeah. And uh, I, I see when voicemails come in. And I seen it. And I seen, hello, Michael. Hello, Rob. Hello, Cat. Or hello, Robert. Hello, Cat. And I knew who it was. Because it gives like a text read of it. So I was like, ah, shit. And then he DM'd me. And he said, I just recorded the voicemail for you. Please don't listen to it until the show. Let oh, it no. be a surprise for all three of you. Oh, boy. High yeah. stakes I mean, here. <laughs> You you didn't have to tell us that because you're still sharing your screen. We can oh, see it. Okay. Oh, yeah, that works. Uh, you. S <laughs> I mean, I guess the listeners now. You know. see here where I said blame Rob. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, I see that, and I don't even know why because I didn't do anything. I don't know. Uh, you were the one talking all sorts of shit on her. <laughs> well, uh, oh, and, yeah. By the way, and uh, fuck whoever called. Uh -oh. The, the Slasher Radio hotline at three something in the morning four <laughs> times in a row. It So you know, it didn't wake me up because there's a thing called D&D &D and that bitch is on silent anyway. But who does that? 
Uh, I was going to say, if that wakes you up, you should never have let me know that. No, if that would have woke me up. Whoever it was would have got cursed at at three something in the morning. When I'm up at seven in the morning playing Dinkum, I will hit you up. On that <laughs> one. No, no. Obviously, the ringer, the notifications are off for that thing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, schmucks wasting their time. Yeah. Speaking of Greg, before we get into his voicemail, I was uh, I was on his uh, uh, live thing again on TikTok tonight. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Darth Gregory is on TikTok, and uh, it was a lot of fun. He always does a live thing every Saturday night, and uh, it got cut short, though. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, we're just in the middle of it. It just ended, so I don't know if he blocked me or what. <laughs> Might have blocked you. I mean, I had just said I think a new nightmare is better than Dream Warriors, so oh. maybe, but. Oh. Either that or he just seen it and lost his fucking mind. So, Greg, <laughs> he might still be tearing up his house right now. Good job, bro. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, so here is Greg's voicemail, for better or worse. Hello, Michael. Hello, Robert. Hello, Cat. It is I, Camp Counselor Greg, back with another series of hot takes for the month of July. Oh, no. <clears throat> First and foremost. <laughs> Malignant was a good film. Oh, no. Number two, Seven is not a horror film. Ah. Number three, Silence of the Lambs is not a horror oh. film. Number Ooh. four, Psycho is not a horror film. <gasps> Number five, Seven is better than Silence of the Lambs. Oh, fuck oh. Num- Whatever the next number is, <laughs> Leprechaun 2. Uh, For you, Mikey, Leprechaun 2 is the best in the franchise. For you, Rob, if not all creature features are horror movies, then Grinding Nemo, a.k.a. The Shape of Water, isn't (laughs) one either. Damn. Uh, Suspiria and Phantasm are the two best movies to come out of the 1970s. And last and certainly most not least, Urban Legend oh, no. is a better film than the original Scream. Thank you. Goodbye. He's banned from this fucking show. <laughs> he, like, I feel like again. I got off really easy on that one. I Ugh. My biggest complaint uh, was about the 70s in there, just because I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre so much and Black Christmas. Uh, but I I like Phantasm and I like Suspiria, so I'm not even too I mad mean- about it. Yeah, I like both of those movies, but Jaws came out in the 70s. Oh, and Jaws, yeah. There was a lot of good stuff that came out in the 70s. As we already know with Jaws and Greg. I don't even know where to start. I mean, first of all, Malignant's not good. Malignant's not good. Uh, Is that a hot take, though? Because I feel like a lot of people were praising Malignant when it came out. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people are wrong, oftentimes. Um. It was not. It was not good. Um, I and then I got lost along the way somewhere. I for, I don't think I agreed with a single thing he said. I didn't agree um, with it. I just wasn't that mad. Psycho's not a horror movie. Psycho is definitely a horror what? movie. And Silence of the Lambs. Oh, seven. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie. Seven is a horror movie. Uh, Shape of Water is the best horror movie ever made. 
Uh, he uh, also said seven was better than Silence of the Lambs, which broke my brain a little bit because, like, I almost see it, but he's so wrong. Also, <laughs> um, Silence of the Lambs. You know, I, I, I that one. I'm hard pressed to disagree with him on that one. Actually, I, I feel. No. I, I don't know. That one I, broke me because it's like I both strongly agree and disagree at the same time, and I don't know how that works. I think Seven might be a better movie. Bullshit. Come I on. feel like I would rather watch Silence of the Lambs, but I feel like I'm more satisfied after I've watched Seven. I would definitely rather watch Seven. Really? Yeah. But part of that might be because I've seen Silence of the Lambs 15,000 times. Yeah. And I don't need to see it again. I was going to say. It's that, sort of yeah. like it's sort of like the Beatles. You know, people talk about how the Beatles are so great, but it's like I could live the rest of my life and not hear the Beatles again and be perfectly happy. Yeah. Because I've heard them a bajillion times. I don't I don't know where Psycho and Silence of the Lambs are not hard. I, I could I could see the argument for Silence of the Lambs disagree. But Psycho how Psycho yeah. How is it not? It's about a dude killing so, people. Here's the thing. I not not that I agree, but to play devil's advocate here for a second. If you look at modern horror standards, like if Psycho for the first time were being released today, if it were not a groundbreaking foundational horror film, if it came out today, it would be considered a thriller. You know? You can look at Psycho and say, well, it's not scary. Yeah. But it was terrifying at the time. Right. You that's know, like the, I mean, yeah, but that's the strongest case I can make. Standards, <laughs> you know, I mean, today, the only thing that scares us is when our grief haunts us, apparently, apparently, because that's all the movies that ever get made. Our grief and depression are the biggest monsters in films these days. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how you can say that's not a it's a it's a proto slasher. It's it, definitely a horror movie. Leprechaun 2 is Ter- no, Leprechaun 2 is an awful movie. <laughs> Coming from the biggest Leprechaun fan that anybody listening to this knows, Leprechaun 2 is not a good movie. I, I don't think it's the worst in the franchise, no. but it's pretty, it's down near it the is. bottom. It is, and he says it's the best. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that one is not good. That's the one where he tries to find a wife. I, right? don't, rem- I don't even remember. I think, I think that's the one where Leprechaun tries to find a wife and it's terrible. I don't, I don't fucking know, man. It, yeah, my ranking for the Leprechaun, off the top of my head, which take it for what it's worth right now but it's the <laughs> the original uh maybe four the original vegas vegas is number one let's stop talking about it because you're gonna <laughs> it. <laughs> seriously the one where he's in vegas is it, was, it was a very good movie it's not the best one stop it jennifer aniston <sighs> jennifer aniston doesn't automatically elevate a yes movie. she does i mean have you seen uh object I'm glad his internet cut out. To my affection or whatever that fucking thing is called. Or the breakup. Have you seen Jennifer Aniston? Just leave that there. Alright. What 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 wait, 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 wait. hold on. Because I'm I'll go to his fucking house for this. What's what did he say was better than Scream? The original Urban Legend. Urban Legend. And I, what is he I love Urban Legend, but better than Scream? Yeah, it's not better than Scream. It's not better than Scream. I I really want to play devil's advocate just to wind you up a little bit, but I mm-hmm. have no case for you this. You can't. It it is, however, better than Scream three or four. Stop. 
No, it might not. be better than Scream 4. <laughs> Cad, you don't believe that. Really? I just I watched Scream 4 the other day. It's been a while since I've seen Urban Legend. Here's the thing that I do really appreciate appreciate about it is that I like that the killer was a woman. We need more slashers like that. Well, spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> I love her. Rob's, me and Rob got in a dialogue. Sorry to all my people that don't speak Latin out no, there. No, I like Urban Legend. It's a good movie. Yeah, but I yell at you all the time for not loving it because you should love it. I love Urban Legend, but Urban Legend was trying to be Scream. You can't. By that standard alone, that's like saying I know what you did last summer is better than Scream. Can't do that on, you know, principle alone. God, I hate Greg. Why does he do this stuff? You're the one who invited him to call in with his hot takes once yeah. in a while. Uh, curtain pulling time, I guess. Uh, Greg is going to have a segment like you just fucking heard. Kind of hot shot at it. And it, I also forgot about it. Yeah, so Greg is gonna just <laughs> busy, goddammit. Uh yeah, so Greg is gonna have his, his hot take segment where he does this to us. I guess whenever the fuck he feels like it. Uh I I this might be the one and done. I can't handle this every month. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I mean that was a lot. I feel like there's stuff we didn't even touch on that was in there. What is his problem with Scream? <laughs> He didn't like Scream, I don't think. It just wasn't malignant, apparently. (laughs) Just got done watching Scream 3 and 4. Like, I don't understand. Why'd you watch those two? Long story. But (laughs) long story short is they they were watched, damn it. (sighs) Did you see the CGI knife? It was great. Did you see Crazy Emma Roberts' eyes? Yeah, and I pointed out. That that makes 4 work it. Worth it. You know what I mean? Like, I might go watch 4 later now. (laughs) Scream 4 is so fucking genius. Like, you guys just don't get it. But anyway, that's an argument for another day. Because I know you're going to both yell at me for it. And I don't want to hear it. I I actually like Scream 4. It's just not a Scream movie. Wusa, wusa, wusa. What else do we have to do in this fucking episode? We got to do news. I I don't know what else to say to Greg. I don't know. And I said all that nice stuff about his TikTok chat, which was fun. But now that's all sour. (laughs) It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. Oh, I was going to ask if I could start off the news segment. Because I don't want to end it sad. Oh, okay. Uh, But I do want to talk about Paul Servino. I... I was sad that Paul Sorvino died. Okay. Oh, you're going to start off with something sad? Yeah. No shame. I like it. <laughs> um, uh, oh, what was Greg, Greg, Darth Gregor, by the way? Darth Gregor on TikTok, yeah. Darth Gregor on TikTok. Oh, Greg, that, you can't be doing that, man. <laughs> you can't be, like, leprechaun scream all in one, like, damn. Oh, my heart rate go up. Um, all right, should we just get into the... I feel like we're forgetting to do something. No, right? I don't think so. Okay. News. Cat? Paul Savino? Yeah, he died. Yeah. Um, it was very sad. Womp womp. Um, I, I, it's really weird with the celebrity deaths, because you don't know which ones are going to hit hard sometimes until they happen. Yeah. You know? 
I was like, <laughs> that was one of those, like, I kind of stopped what I was doing and it's like, oh man, I'm really sad about this, <laughs> you know? Which I would not have necessarily expected, but he, he was a good dude. I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I, yeah, a lot of, like, Rob, stop already. I'm just going to tell you. A lot of Italian actors and stuff, like, <laughs> recently, like, uh, Paulie Walnuts, all that stuff, like, what's going on I don't with my Paisans? Paulie Walnuts died? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear about that. See? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Paul Sorvino was great. He was, uh, you know, um, and he is also a guy I mean he did play the occasional stereotypical Italian American gangster role um, you know like in Goodfellas but he also avoided that a lot throughout his career yeah uh, which I thought was interesting I mean he played Kissinger and Nixon um, you know he, he avoided that a lot uh, which I which I appreciate um, because you know it's just, uh, I mean, that has to be hard, I would think. I mean, especially a guy like, you know, he was a big gangster-looking dude, you know what I mean? He could sing, though, also. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, he was in, he was Repo. in Repo. Oh, he was my, yeah. He was also, he played yeah. God in The Devil's Carnival, uh, which was not as good, oh. but he was really good in it. A badass role, he just played God? Yeah, he was just oh. casually God. <laughs> Oh, I, I worship at the Church of Morgan Freeman, and that's it. <laughs> wow. Um, but I, I um, you know, I, I don't, I, I'm not super familiar with a lot of his work, though. I mean, outside of a handful of movies, but he was always good, you know. And I, I remember um, when Mira Sorvino won the Oscar, you know, his daughter, like he got real choked up and stuff. It's always you see a big, tough-looking dude like that crying. It's like, holy shit, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah, this was not one of those celebrity deaths that really shook me like some of them do. I was uh, I was surprised at how hard it hit me because I just yeah it's he's it, someone that I really don't I mean, think about that often, but like it felt it was just so sad to hear about him, you know. Yeah, it's 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 odd when when because there are some that just come out of nowhere. I mean, meatloaf is not something that I would have thought would hit <laughs> me that hard, but when when I heard meatloaf died, I sent you guys a message. Hey, can we record a special? Oh. Yeah, that was that was you another know? one. I didn't think it was gonna hit hard. And yeah, I was like, I you know, I one meatloaf album that came out you know forty years ago or whatever that I listened to, and that's it. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Even though, like, like there are you know the room rockers where it's like, holy shit, like when Michael Jackson died, Prince, you know, the world stopped. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if it's not that. Like, you just have a connection to people where it's like, damn, man. Like, kind of like Kat said, you just stop and think. You're like, oh, man, wow. Never going to see him on anything again. That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on to something that makes me kind of happy. Uh, there's very, very uh -oh. light on this this week. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Rob, you sent a, a picture of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space Final in our little group chat. Uh-huh. And you said you weren't buying it. Yeah, I didn't have the money for it. But then you bought it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then I, I went ahead and bought it, yeah. So you magically had the money for it? Uh, well, so here's what happened. <laughs> uh, later that night, I was uh, playing around on some website where people uh, auction off records, you know? Oh, my God. And uh, I bought a couple of those records at the auction, but then I missed out on a couple, and I was like, well, 
damn, I missed out on those. I'm going to go buy Killer Clowns. Wow. <laughs> um, how that changed in my mind, I don't know, but somehow at the time it made sense. So, yeah. <laughs> I've uh, got a copy coming. Fair enough. Um, yeah, this... Motherfuckers! And other news, yeah, too. Uh, I bought that. They got that Savini skin crap. By the way, last week I said I wasn't buying that damn t-shirt. Bought mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah, yours was a principled stand. Yeah. You said it was on principle, and it was funny to see how quickly your principles vanished, and you bought it. I said it might. I yeah. said it might. So. Yeah. Yeah, my principles. I mean, I didn't take a principled stand. I was just like, I can't really afford it, but uh, I'm bad with money. That's just one of my known <laughs> characteristics, so... Yeah, so th- this is the uh, the the segment, I guess. Also, new- the new segment, but also me and Rob's dumb purchases. Yeah. So, Killer Clowns from Outer Space vinyl. Uh, that that was a Rob dumb purchase. That stupid Savini screen. We're looking at bloody disgusting, and it's an advertisement on there. Son of a mm-hmm. bitch! Uh, I bought that. Also, in the news for some reason, Paranormal Activity box set collection. Did you order the? No. Oh, you resisted it, huh? Resisted it, didn't do it. It looks really fucking cool, though, so... I thought for sure you would would jump all over that, because I saw it and sent it to you. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Rob dangled this uh, this carrot in front of me, and I almost ate it whole. (laughs) Only $67.99, Mikey. Oh, I know. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, So that is out. Rob, you gotta admit, as much as you give a shit, it looks like a great box set. It, that looks like a cool box set, yeah. Very clean. Un- unfortunately, those movies are the ones that are on it, in it. Fucker. Uh, also, oh, look, it has a hand, too, like, throughout the DVD. Oh, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Kat, are you going to give this any credit at all? No. Not even appearance of box set. I, I mean, I I guess. It's a clean-looking set. It's a it's a nice box. Yeah, it's look, just it the content, the but... <laughs> you guys haters. This side of the box set, one through mm-hmm. four, great. This side, we got a little question. I mean, dude, it's got the exclusive Blu-rays of Paranormal Activity, Next of Kin, and Unknown, Unknown Dimension, the story of Paranormal Activity. Now they can keep those. They can keep those. Uh, another thing that IR Chris uh, dangled in front of me, Screen 2 gets a limited edition Steelbook. 4K release this Halloween season. Ooh. And I fucking bought it. <laughs> you got that one, huh? Yeah. yeah. I'm not much on the steelbooks. I know everybody likes them, but I'm just not crazy about them. This is what got me the Hello Sydney Remember Me. Yeah. Yeah. Green uh, 2 is a good movie. But yeah, I don't, uh, I, I'm not crazy about steelbooks. I know everybody loves them, but like, I bought one and I was just kind of like, all right, whatever. Steelbooks are cool. But, like, this one is not even... Even if this was a regular DVD with just the artwork, I would have wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got them in the movie theater. Anybody listening to this, go to bloodydisgusting.com. You can see all these articles they got up. Uh, Scream 2. Why do they have to do it? Why? It It was impossible for me to not get this. We need a good Scream box set. Well, they're not done yet. Yeah, six creams coming out now. You gotta wait till after that, I guess. It's not six cream. Because I wouldn't, it's five I wouldn't cream buy a box. Two. No. Come on. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't buy a, a box now, knowing that there's another movie coming out. Although I showed you the one on uh, on Etsy. Yeah, but wasn't that just a box? Yes. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy that. But you could put all the DVDs in there, it's like your own box set. 
Yeah, I'm not going to pay whatever outrageous amount of money they were charging just for a box. It was a lot of money for a box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I yeah. almost. I forget how much this was. Uh, the the steel book. It was between this and the steel book. Yeah. It's a pre-order too, motherfuckers. Everything's a pre-order. Yeah, it was thirty dollars, which doesn't yeah. sound like much. But when you're paying thirty dollars every two fucking weeks for everything else dumb that you had to buy, you know, uh-huh. thirty yeah. turns to sixty very fast. Yeah, the way I look at it at this point, if I run out of money and I can't pay my internet bill, bill they'll shut my internet off, but I won't even know because it never works anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's, uh, that'll be the first one I let go. What's this original sin thing that they're? That's Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, it's a new season or series or something based on Pretty Little Liars. You guys think it's good? Pretty Little Liars? No. I, so, so uh, when I was sick this last time, I took recommendations for, like, mindless stuff that I could turn my mind off to. Uh, and a lot of people thought that I would like Pretty Little Liars. And I made it, like, barely through the first episode. I was like, I hate this so much. Isn't it like just some soap opera kind of show? Yeah, or something? it's like, like a I've never teen, watched it. Teen drama thing yeah. where they're like, "Ooh, this girl that we all thought was dead. Guess what? She died." And then it's like they're getting text messages from her, and it's supposed to be like this big, like, "Oh, but it's okay because she was secretly pulling all the strings behind everybody's stuff." And I like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got so okay. mad. <laughs> Right. Anyway, um, I also get really yeah, mad at I, that advertisement because, like, it, it looks, looks scary really good, and then it's like, oh, yeah. it's this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, that that ad there, that picture and everything, makes it look like it's some sort of terrifying new thing that's coming. But based on what I know about Pretty Little Liars, that seems to be false advertising. It's tricked that's me a I bunch asked. of times, and American Horror Stories season two has gotten me a couple times. Or the ads look really good. Yeah, I know. How did they even get a second season? I don't know. I didn't know anybody watched the first season. I didn't think they did. It sucked. (laughs) I'll never trust anything they fucking do again. I'll never. They'll never get me again. Never. I won't do it. But yeah, that's why X is... I mean, this thing looks really good. It does. It's advertisement. Yeah. Speaking of stuff uh, sort of like this, has anybody watched uh, that Netflix movie, Incantation? Yes! I have because it's it's supposed to be so scary you can't get through it. I got through it, but it was very okay. good. I liked it a lot. Mm, was I, it I scary? It was. You know what? Um, yeah. 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 Scary, mm. not creepy. Scary. It was scary. Wow. Okay. I. I didn't get like, cause you know, at this point I'm pretty desensitized. I wouldn't say that right. I got like actively scared, but it did right. give me kind of the creeps and not a lot okay. of movies mm-hmm. do that. Yeah, that, that, so, yeah, that like passes, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I might check it out then. Cause every time you hear like every once in a while a movie will come on Netflix and everybody's like, oh, it's so scary. And then it's fucking Bird Box. And you're just oh, like, oh, fuck. This was better than Bird Box. Fuck Bird Box. Uh, and you know, I like looking at Sandra Bullock as much as the next guy, but Jesus Christ. And I think, yeah, it gave me the creeps a little bit. And I like there were one or two problems that I had, like with the editing, Mm -hmm. but I mean, like it tells a very good story. The special effects were pretty decent for what it is because I think it's it's a Taiwanese film, yeah. So, yeah, so turn the subtitles on, (laughs) yeah, watch with the subtitles or not watch it. 
but it was pretty good. Fair enough. Uh, there were some monsters released for that Spirit Halloween movie, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of them's called the Nightcrawler. Again, go to bloodydisgusting.com. They got all this stuff. Uh, they got the Nightcrawler, Mr. Dark, and Buzzsaw. Okay. Ooh. Holy shit. Look at Buzzsaw, man. No, this movie, I'm not going to see this movie. Yeah. How could you not see this movie? Is it gonna be? Is it streaming or is it gonna be in theaters? I don't know. I'm not going to the theaters either. Why? You went to? Uh, unless nothing else comes out that week, because <laughs> <laughs> you know I got the AMCA list, so well, I, I go pretty much every week. But it's coming out October 2022, so I'm sure a lot's gonna be coming out. Whatever we yeah. get, yeah, yeah. This is not high on my list of movies to watch. I mean, it's. Look, for what it is, it might be great, but it's just not... I'm not interested in what it is. It looks like it's something for kids. You know, it stars Christopher Lloyd. I mean, I'm just... You know, this is not for me. Okay. Cat. Oh, yeah. I have no interest in this. Damn. With all the shit you guys watch, you can't (laughs) just take one for Spirit Halloween, huh? Just out of curiosity alone, no? I mean, I like Spirit Halloween, but... Apparently not. Not their movie. I don't want to see... You know, I fucking... I like shopping at my local Kroger, too, but I wouldn't go see Kroger the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I do my part by spending a lot of money at Spirit Halloween every year. I don't also have to watch the movie. (laughs) Damn, you guys. Wow. All right. Fair enough. Um, Well, something that I think might be up both you guys' alley. Bruce Campbell teased that Ash vs. Evil Dead animated series is being discussed. That I would watch. So, this might make me break my no cartoons rule. I was going to ask that. It might. This might be enough. Um, but we'll see. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see whether it even happens. Yeah. But. I could see it. I mean, you know, it'd be a lot of work. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the success of the game and, you know, it's hard yeah. to try. He said a couple things this week. He, he mentioned this. He also mentioned that apparently test screens of Evil Dead Rise have been going so well that now they're, they've put on the table a theatrical release for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which it should have got anyway. Yeah. Oh, what the hell that, that I would go see. Right. I mean, if my choices are Evil Dead Rise or Spirit Halloween the movie, <laughs> I'm going to go see Evil Dead Rise. That's fucked up. Um, but fair. Um... Mm. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I I would watch that. Yeah, I mean, I again, I don't like cartoons. This but this franchise would work well though with a cartoon. Evil Dead or Ash versus Evil Dead might be enough to bring me in to watch it. Imagine the goofy shit that Ash could do in a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and he said that they would pick up right where the show left off too. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, so anyway, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, who knows whether it actually happened or not, though. It doesn't seem like it's set in stone from when he was talking, or the way he was talking. They are really pushing this new fucking Savini skin, man. For that game. I know, man. You're going to get it, too. Isn't that awesome? Everybody's going to have it. <laughs> like, why do they do this? Motherfuckers. Yeah, um, the trailer for Pearl came out, too. It did. And um, I don't know if you saw that, Mikey. Uh-uh. Yeah, the trailer for Pearl is out, and it's coming in September, I think. 
was the date I saw. Um, so that's something to look forward to. I haven't seen anything on it. Hmm. Uh, good, good, good job keeping up with the news, buddy. <laughs> I knew about the monsters for the for that movie. Yeah, the, yeah. Thank God about. It. Thank God you knew about that. Yeah. Yeah, I got that down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that the trailer uh, was pointing towards a September release for Pearl. Um, which is a quick turnaround. That's fair. Yeah, September 16th. It looks like. Hmm. Um, and it looks good. Um, I didn't see the I didn't see it in theaters um, when it played after the movie. Did you see it? I there? did. Okay. Was it the same trailer or was it? A different uh, you know one? what? I actually haven't seen the new trailer. So okay. Yeah, I, I don't can't know if confirm. it's the same one or not. <laughs> I didn't expect any post-credit stuff, so I left, <laughs> and then found out later that they actually had showed showed the trailer for it. It's a hell of a decision to make to leave during the credits now, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I know. I blame Marvel. Yes, me too. And I also... The reason I I usually don't do it is because if there's nothing there, you just look like an asshole fucking sitting there for nothing. You know? It sort of depends. Like, um, it nope, a lot of people were hanging out. So it wasn't... I just sat there, you know? Um, But yeah, like in X, everybody else was leaving. I would have just been one dude sitting there in the theater. By the way, Rob... We didn't talk about it last week, and you had mentioned that you you almost had a lock and load for the for Nope. Yeah, I thought I was going gonna have to. I was sitting. Um, there was a couple behind me and a couple of seats over, and they wouldn't shut up during the trailers. <laughs> you know, and I and I don't know. I don't care if you talk during the trailers. You know, because whatever, it's trailers. Who cares? But they were kind of carrying on, like they were talking, they were making fun of the trailer, like everything, you know, making jokes that they thought were funny that weren't and stuff. Right. And that's a red flag. Okay. You know, people people think they're funny and they're making jokes during the trailers. And so a lot of times that means they think they're funny and they're going to try and make jokes during the movie. And I was like, oh, man, it's a good <laughs> thing I had that milkshake before I got here. <laughs> but uh, but no, they were, they were quiet throughout the movie. That's so, okay. That was good. That's good. So you you were just like so. What do you do at that point? You just hold it in. And, well, nothing nothing came to me, but I I could probably muster it up if I had to. <laughs> You're gonna shit your pants in a fucking movie theater one day. That'll clear it. <laughs> sure will. Yeah. I feel like depending on the movie, you might just stay. Well, yeah, especially if the theater's empty and it's just me. That's that's fucking paradise. Uh, there were a lot of people there actually for Nope that first night. Nice. I, was, I was surprised at how full the theater was. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Still got to check out though. Cat, you it's haven't good. seen it yet? No. Damn. Yeah, it's it's good. You won't like it, Mikey. <laughs> I hope I love it. You're gonna focus on one visual element, and you're just gonna let it ruin the whole thing for you. I really don't like how you. That's how you define me. Well. I kind of think that's how you define yourself. No, it is certain things like, you know, but I don't do that all the time. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I do have one thing to bring up also during the um, following some shopping news. So oh. I was going to get the Fright Box from Loot Crate. Uh, and I didn't the first month because it was vampire themed and it looked dumb. And the second month that wouldn't even tell me what it was. 
and I know that they take a really long time to come in. So while we wait for uh, Frightbox or for me to find a better subscription service, I ordered a mystery movie from Etsy. Ooh. And okay. <laughs> so the first one that I ordered, I got a notice that said, hey, you can't have this one, we're sold out. I don't even know <laughs> what it was, uh, but I was like, okay. And they're like, now we have another option. We can send you a PG-13 mystery horror movie, or we can send you one without a box. And I was like, oh, oh please fuck. ship me a random movie without a box by all yeah. means. So I have something in the mail that is going to be fun to unbox uh, while we right. wait for <laughs> subscription nice. services. Just a random just, movie without just a box. Just a random movie without a box. <laughs> That is hilarious. You know, I did, like, when I was looking <laughs> to see which one I should go for, a lot of people said Etsy for, for mystery stuff. I actually, I was thinking about, the thing is that, like, a lot of the nicer looking ones are really expensive. They're, like, $200. That might be the way I end up going anyway. But in the meantime, just, like, a random $2 movie with no box. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, guys. <laughs> All right. That's exciting. You didn't want PG-13? I did not. Alright, fair enough. And honestly, at that point, it was just that... Because I think that there are some really good PG-13 horror movies. Not many, but they're out there. They are. Uh, yeah. I honestly just thought the one without a box would be a better story. And <laughs> sure, yeah, the one without a box is great. So <laughs> That is funny as hell. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely some really good PG-13 horror, by the way. Yeah, agreed. Uh... All right, that's it for the news then. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a really quick break, and we will be back with Jason Goes to Hell. Mm. <laughs> All right, let me get a drink really quick, and I'm going to be right back. Don't talk about how much you guys hate me. <laughs> All right, get your, get your lemonade refilled. Shut up. I can pink lemonade, Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Anyway, get down to brass tacks here. <sighs> Jason goes to hell. Guys, I am so sorry mm -hmm. that I was as busy as I was this week uh, and I uh. was not able to watch this movie. Uh, that's fine. You're just going to have to listen to a conversation you're not going to understand. <laughs> well, that that's another thing. I've seen it, unfortunately, enough to where I'll be able to keep up with the conversation. But I just, you know, unfortunately for me, was not refreshed on it. Cat, uh, right. are you and Cat, Mister Cat's boyfriend guy, haven't seen Jason X yet, right? We have not seen Jason X yet. Shit. So we're you're gonna make us wait for that any type of update on ranking, aren't you? Ah, uh, well, I wasn't planning on it, but now <laughs> since you bitch. didn't watch it, I feel like maybe I should withhold information. Damn it! I really stepped on shit on this <laughs> one. Though I am tempted. Uh, he sent me... So first, um, I had his rankings, and he wrote them down for me so I wouldn't forget. But then he actually updated the document and sent it to me again. It's a uh, man. <laughs> with some clarification about some things okay. that I got All earlier right. today. 
What, did the cattle prod play into his decisions at all? No. Why did he send you another list after a cattle prod? What the hell? Brave man. Did he hear the cattle prod thing? He did. Okay. What did he say about it? Uh, he refuses to be bullied. He said that he <laughs> is going you know to have the that. movie takes that he has. Hell yeah. I respect that. I mean, I'm going to electrocute your ass, but I do respect it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we still have that the shit out of you, buddy, but good for you, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Every, t- every time you twitch involuntarily, I'll respect you a little bit more. <laughs> Poor guy. Good for him, though. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I almost us. feel right. like just for the... Uh, I feel like we should go over these, right? Yeah, I, with the listeners want. Yeah, I, I can't withhold yeah. this. Yeah, and I certainly care about what the listeners want. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready? Yeah. For the rankings from top to bottom. Oh, we're going top to bottom. Okay. Oh, yeah, we're shit. going top to bottom. All right. Uh okay. the first nine. Okay. Okay. Six. Two. Okay. Four. Okay. Eight. No. Oh no, I'm sorry. You're right. I miss oh so, sorry, sorry, sorry. I shouldn't be allowed to read when I've been drinking. Six. <laughs> Two, one, four, okay. eight, five, nine, seven, what? <laughs> three. Wow. <laughs> A curveball. Wow. Right. So, <laughs> so his first like four there are pretty solid. Yeah, he's he's he's, uh, he's not off. I, six is the best of the franchise. Yeah, and then two. Is the good. more I watch six, the better it gets. Yeah, like I I have to agree with that. Yeah. Two is really good. Mm-hmm. And then what do you have after that? Three. One. No. One. no yeah. One. One is yeah. one. Three. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one. Fuck one God. is really good. Mm-hmm. Four is really good. Mm-hmm. And then one. Eight. All right. Eight comes after that. Eight. It, no, that's all right. So that's where we go off the rails. Jason <laughs> takes a boat ride. Should not be that high on this list. That's a fair spot. For um, <laughs> and then what's after uh, eight? Five. Okay. I don't. I, I can see that. I can see that. Five is not a good movie. And then we get. And then nine. That is absurd. <laughs> that, sir, is where you tip the scales to, of insanity. <laughs> that threw me for a loop because he put it above seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And right. like, I I thought so after we had we'd had the cattle prod conversation, I thought there was a real <laughs> chance where it's like just out of spite, he might decide to like three less at this point. Yeah. Uh and I Damn. wouldn't even blame him for that. No, me. So I knew there was a chance. I knew there was like a slim chance that part nine was gonna come above three mm-hmm. but then just like to see it come above seven also which he defended seven to me okay uh the last time we had this list seven came above five yeah okay so yeah that was just seven wild is bad card. seven is not a good movie <laughs> um it's the thing about seven is I, I always get bored when i'm watching it and a friday the 13th movie should never be boring but, right but i find seven to be really boring um but there's no way it's worse than than Jason Goes to Hell. Jason Goes to Hell is inarguably, indisputably, we can all agree, the worst movie in this franchise. I told him that, too, because he was like, 
he asked me, he's like, should I feel bad about yes. this? And I yes. was like, yeah. should, uh, yes. it's very funny and I'm looking forward to telling them, but we do, you know, like we all agreed that this was not only the worst Friday, the 13th movie. I'm pretty sure we all had this at the bottom of murder by numbers. Yes. I would, I would, yes. if we didn't, we were wrong. <laughs> because this is the worst movie. I mean, there's and then, you could put up pretty much any franchise, and I'd be like, no, even the worst movie in that franchise is better than Jason Goes to Hell. That was the other thing that really surprised me, uh, was because when I told him that it was at the bottom of murder by numbers, he was like, Okay. And I was like, like, we like this less than Dream Child. And he was like, Less than Dream Child. <laughs> like, that's where the line is. Like, he he preferred this, I think. Yeah, I mean, look, Dream Child is a bad movie, but at least it makes some sort of sense. <laughs> it follows its own rules. Like, right. those rules are wrong, but it follows them. Yeah. So does Mr. Cat's boyfriend. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, 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 he does his own he's, just, he's committed Jesus. to this. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in, in three to be um, at the bottom, I mean, that's just a crime. That's It's really criminal that he doesn't like three. <laughs> yeah. we, were, we were afraid that Jason Goes to Hell, well, arguably one of the biggest pieces of shits of all time, was going to be worse than three. He put it above <laughs> another one. He doubled down. Look, Mr. Cat's <laughs> boyfriend guy, I respect you wanting to toot your own, you know, play to your own fiddle and all this. Good for you. Fuck us. You right, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> but you cannot be... You can't be spiteful when doing these things. And I feel like that's what you're doing, man. Now, I felt bad after the whole cattle prod thing. <laughs> but I think we need to get two right now. We need me and Rob Bolt need to get Well, lucky for us, I'm still getting emails from Amazon about them. So <laughs> nice. Are there any sales? There are many sales. They're just always like, this is a new cattle prod available or whatever. And I'm like, I don't really need a fucking cattle prod, Amazon. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. What the hell, man? <sighs> yeah, I don't I don't know about I don't know what to say because I mean he did to be fair though, he did call it pretty early on that he thought Jason was just inhabiting like different bodies. Okay. So I think part of him was uh because that made more sense to him, I think, than like all the resurrection and electricity magic and like everything that was going on. Uh <laughs> He he had said like really early in, I think at like one or two that he thought that was a more interesting dynamic. So I think part of him was like primed for nine. Yeah. Uh I still and he also said that it had a good cast of characters, but could have been so much better. Um and he liked the beginning. It has it has a cast of awful characters, which we will get it to. It does have yeah. a cast of characters. Yeah, yeah. There are <laughs> people in yeah, it. characters do exist. Yeah. <laughs> Quote unquote. Yeah. Um you know what's fucked up? His list is like him and I have two, one, and eight in the same spots. <laughs> and he's just gotta turn around and shaft me like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a wild card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be an electrified wild card. <laughs> Can't believe it, man. God damn. All right. Well, I'm disappointed. I really thought, like, I I figured he was gonna be like, okay, yeah, you guys right. Nine's fucking awful. Bottom of the list. And I thought we were all gonna have a celebration and you know a big exhale. But no, mm -mm. no, no, no. Wow. 
He chose violence. Yes, he did. I don't know where to go. We should have probably ended like I don't know. Where to go. <laughs> this was just yeah. an elaborate way for me to get out of the episode. <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 So Jason goes to hell. Cat, uh, Rob, I want you to know. Remember when you <laughs> tweeted saying that you were watching Jason goes to hell? Uh huh. And I, I put ha 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 ha. Someone just liked that tweet. Oh, good. I'm glad yeah. they enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Hey, Jason um, goes to hell. What'd you guys think? All right. Uh, I liked it better than Seven. <laughs> 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 uh, still the yeah. worst of any of the main franchises. Uh, uh, way better than three. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, this movie's fucking garbage. It's just awful. It's the it, it there's it's so stupid that it's the ninth movie in a franchise, and they start trying to introduce new lore. It's not even that they try to introduce new lore. It's the way that they go about it, where they're like, where it's like Jason's trying to kill his sister because yeah. he knows that there's like all this hidden lore. And it's like, why was he not doing that the whole fucking time? Like, right. Through eight movies, he's never had a sister that we are aware of. And suddenly now he's got a sister and there's a Voorhees house. And it's it spelled was, wrong. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrong they spell on the mailbox they spell it they're missing an o the fucking name's not even spelled right for god's sake and then there's like even within even if you just take the movie at face value there's like a lot of stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense well in a lot of ways it was like they uh, decided to try and co-opt a lot of the halloween mythology for this movie <laughs> like he's trying to kill his sister and he's trying to get home and he's trying to you know i mean it's there's nothing Creighton Duke is this character that comes out of nowhere that just magically has all this information about Jason that nobody else knew and he's then, a like, guy we've never seen his before. motivation seems to change every single time he's in a shot <laughs> yeah yeah and he might just be the worst character in this franchise which is full of bad characters <laughs> I can't stand Creighton Duke I think he's terrible I I would care. I I would like Creighton Duke if they had chosen like any one version of him. But in the first one, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna sleaze around a little bit," and then the next one, it's like, "I'm here to get jobs done." And then in the next one, it's like, "I might be a little bit of a sadist, <laughs> but yeah. I'll help you." And it's like, yeah. "What? What are you?" And then he's like, "I'm not in this for the money anymore." <laughs> and it's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, he's all over the place. He's all <laughs> over the place. And I, I don't know, like, the, the guy asks him the first thing that comes to mind when he thinks of Jason Voorhees, and he says, a little girl in a pink dress putting a hot dog through a donut? <laughs> what the fuck? That's well, some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, what kind of weird, creepy pedo answer is that? <laughs> so they're stealing from a nightmare on Elm Street. Ah, walk, ha, walk, ha, it's my birthday, man. <laughs> They're bringing the kiddly di kitty diddler over. Motherfucker. Oh, um. So yeah, it's this is a it's a terrible movie. It makes no sense in the in, in the franchise whatsoever. Um. There's mistakes left and right. I mean, they couldn't even. I can't stress how irritating it is that they couldn't spell Voorhees right <laughs> on the mailbox. That drove me crazy. And I watched for it this time because it's like, okay, if it's because they were making it kind of out to be an attraction. And I was mm -hmm. like, if it's like a if the guy that sets it up has 
set this up as like a cheap tourist attraction, then maybe he just doesn't know how to spell Voorhees and maybe they explain it. And I, I watched closer this time and he has somehow found and started dating the secret long lost Voorhees sister. And he doesn't know how to right. spell the name. Voorhees. And it's like, I don't yeah. believe it. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he has magically found Jason's niece and starts dating her. And, and then, yeah, I don't know. There's that uh, that thing that uh, Creighton Duke says it at some point. He says, uh, in a Voorhees he was born, through a Voorhees he can be reborn, and a, only by a Voorhees can he die. And when he says it, he says it like it's some old saying that everyone knows. That everybody knows. But it's never come up before. Also, Nobody knows this. It's been a movie where he's been possessing people the entire time. I thought he was going to take, like, okay, he could have taken over the sister's body. And uh, it would have at least been congruent with the movie, but like he full on just pops on up out of there. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm he does. back, and it's like yeah. I hate this. Yeah, it's really, really fucking stupid. Um, and there's like five minutes of the like where he's where Jason's heart or I his essence or whatever, where he's just like a little alien creature that's scuttling around. Uh -huh. They did the yeah. evil dead kind of style thing where you, you see something crawl uncomfortably far inside mm -hmm. a lady. I just, yeah. everything about this was uncomfortable and bad. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of evil dead stuff in here. There's the Necronomicon. The Necronomicon. There's a Kandarian dagger. Um, so I don't know. And also like, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense overall. Like when Jason goes to swap into the deputy's body, um, and he ties him up, he straps him to that table. And shaves him? Yeah, apparently he doesn't want to... The one thing that bothers Jason more than anything else is stubble, and he has to shave the guy before he can do it. Yeah, what the fuck? It's so weird. And, and and that scene in particular is extremely homoerotic. Yeah? Um, I, I don't know if you picked up on that or, or noticed that or not, but I was like, oh, wow, okay, I didn't know those undertones were in this movie. <laughs> Uh, which is fine. It was just, it struck me as odd that he had to shave the guy and everything. Um, yeah, there's not a lot to like about this movie. Um, the only things I, I like, um, the only quote unquote character in this movie that I like is Joey who runs the diner. She's, she's badass and funny. Um, her husband is kind of weird. You sure there was nothing you liked about it? Um, I also like the first five minutes. You had said that before. I have, and, I, and I'm yeah. watching it again. I still believe the first five minutes are a great Friday cold open, right yeah. up until those floodlights kick on, and then everything goes to hell. Um, what is it, though? I don't it, even yeah. mind the floodlights that much. It's just, it, all right, so I'm telling you, I, it, this was, to me... I, I was so excited to get a new Friday the 13th movie. And just imagine you're me, you're at the theater, you got your popcorn, you're ready for this movie to start, and it starts with that. And I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing. Thinking it's this great cold open and Jason's going to murder this lady in this cabin and everything. And then all of a sudden, he's, they blow him up. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck is this? And it's just terrible from then on out. But I did enjoy that, and watching it again today, I, I enjoyed it. I think it's a good cold open. I think the reason that it's ruined is that you know what's going to happen. 
after that. <laughs> I didn't like that it was in a house, though. You know, it's like, that's not really Friday the 13th. I mean, it, they, they go to houses and, you know, shit happens. Yeah, I mean, there's the Jarvis house. And, and I mean, a lot of the Friday the 13th stuff doesn't take place at the camps. It takes yeah, place in the houses around the camp. That's true. This, I don't know. May, maybe it's because it's the first. Like, we're just going to start off in a house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I it don't know. Bad, I'm not, it's one bad, though. But I, I do remember that. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like you said, you were so hyped for a new yeah, one. And, yeah, and yeah. she shows up, and she's 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 a hot looking chick, and she gets her top off immediately, and you're like, "Oh, this is Friday the 13th. and it's anything <laughs> but Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> That's fair um, point. Yeah, I do remember seeing this movie in the theater. I went with my friend John, and uh, John was he didn't hang out with us a lot because he was really easy to embarrass. And uh, I went to get like popcorn or something, and he went on into the theater because we were running a bit late. And when I got into the theater, the trailers had already started, and so the lights were kind of dimmed, you know, and I couldn't really see all that well. And he was so mad at me because I was walking up and down the aisles of the theater going, John, where you at, John? <laughs> <laughs> and he got real mad. And then when I finally found him, I walked over to him and was like, why didn't you answer? I was yelling for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. Yeah, he used to be a real asshole. Used to be. Used to be. That's the key. Used to be. Yeah. Uh, uh. Um, speaking of being an asshole, I went to look at my notes to see what I have, but you know, I don't have any because yeah. I didn't watch the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember me and Bobby. I, I don't remember what happened right now, but uh, me and Bobby had did a, an episode on Jason Goes to Hell, <laughs> and it was one of those. Oh, let's make it better. And man, the. I just, I don't care what they do, man. That whole Jason moving from person to person, like you guys mentioned already, adding shit mm-hmm. at this point. You, I see your point, but then again, it's like, oh, let's do something fresh, whatever the fuck they were thinking. Like, you, you can't change that much. No, they changed too much, and that's the problem. Look, anytime they take Jason away from Camp Crystal Lake, things go south, except for Jason X. That wouldn't work. Whenever they take Jason away from being Jason, it goes south. Fucking, I don't want to look at zombies and think, "Oh, that's Jason Ward." No, it's a person. I want to see Jason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to to improve this movie, you have to not make this movie and make a movie about Jason killing people at a fucking camp. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but... And we'll get into that when we get to to my almost five pages full of notes and trivia that I have about <laughs> this movie, uh, because yeah. there's a lot to talk about in there. Um, because they did have other ideas that they kicked around and the director rejected all of them oh, no. uh, because he <laughs> wanted to do something different. And this was yeah, his for something different. Okay. When, when has anybody for something big in, in movies sat there and said, I want to do something different <laughs> and it worked the fact like yeah. when, yeah. when, yeah. Um, well, Halloween three. No, <laughs> it, it sucked. No, it didn't work. And even then, they were trying to make it an anthology. They still had time. It was early. I could see trying it. Yeah. This is like, dude, you, you have Jason Voorhees. is this yeah. iconic yeah. character. You're nine movies into this franchise at this you. point. Yeah. It's yeah. forgivable early. Yeah. And they yeah. did it again. The second time, they said, let's not have Jason. Mm-hmm. Like five got the, the biggest. <sighs> this franchise, Rob, you got... You got balls trying to make it your favorite. Well, it's because when it's good, it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's just so much fun. 
when it's good. Yeah. But man, when it's bad, it's bad. Yeah. But you know, I don't know that any other franchise has movies as fun as Jason Lives and fucking Jason X. I mean, Jason those are X just is fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming from crap. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that really, really pissed me off about this movie, though, is so at the end, Jason is reborn. And he gets into a fight with Steven. <laughs> and he he throws him into a rock head first. And he hits the guy with a shovel and the guy doesn't die. Any other. No, no. If Jason does that to you, if he throws you into a rock head first, your face is caved in. Right. It's Jason. He punches the guy's head off. But that's like little baby Jason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the only thing. I, I did think that. I was like, well, maybe because he's reborn, he's not full strength or something. <laughs> but now I'm having to make excuses for this shitty movie. <laughs> yeah, that's not really what you want, is it? Yeah, and, and the guy was just fucking... I don't know if he was supposed to be um, like a, the, the handsome lead guy in the movie or whatever, but he was just a real nerdy fucking loser-looking guy. Like when him and that other cop got into that little slap fight or whatever, it was just like, what, is, what am I watching here? It was not great. Yeah, and Creighton Duke is breaking his fingers. I hate the payoff for that scene also because he's like, oh, I don't think you can pay for this one. And then he's yeah. like, I'll give it to you for free. <laughs> it's yeah, like, this what one's the on fuck? the house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because he's Creighton Duke. It doesn't have to make any sense, apparently, because uh, he doesn't make any sense. This whole fucking thing doesn't make any sense. All the, the, I do think, though, that Dog the Bounty Hunter saw this movie and was like, yeah, that's who I want to be. <laughs> fucking Bounty Hunter that's on TV. Um, Because apparently Creighton Duke was some famous bounty hunter, I guess, because, you know, we have so many of them. <laughs> so many famous bounty hunters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's Dog and then who? That's it, right? Dog, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, Kane no. Hodder on screen in here. Kane Hodder tw- in dual roles. That's why this movie sucks. Tearing it up, man. He's amazing in his roles. It was awful. In this movie. Oh, no. Come on. He's great. It was uh, terrible. He plays Jason, and he plays the, the, the security guard guy or whatever the fuck those guys were. He belongs behind a mask with no dialogue. <laughs> I, uh, I will say about that. I did like uh, also a little touch that uh, Jason seemed to be mad when people were um, sort of talking shit about him when they thought he was dead. You know, <laughs> like the coroner eats his heart and then the other coroner guy is like, hey, we can say whatever we want to Jason Voorhees. And then he kills him. Yeah. And then he walks out and he walks past the security guys and then they start talking shit about Jason, about how they fucked him up or whatever. And you see him just stop and turn around. Now, we don't see them die, but I assume they did. Safe assumption. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of that was kind of a nice touch, I guess. Um, the actual Jason in this movie looks like shit, though. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had that written down. This is my least favorite Jason design. Yeah. It looks terrible. The mask looks, like, too small and stupid. And he's got bubble head. Yeah. It's, <laughs> really, it's a really, really bad Jason design. And I like Zombie Jason. Yeah, Zombie Jason could be cool. I mean, we talked yeah. about Seven and how I I find it boring and everything, but that might be the best looking Jason. It is. Yeah, Seven is. looks. Yeah, the the Jason in Seven looks really cool. Yeah, but this is too much. Like, I, 
I, I, there's just certain things in life you look at it and you're like, who thought that was good? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you took, I don't know, it, it's like you made an alien Jason yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. It's like, was that what anybody was going for? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And the poster has like a weird mask that isn't even like the one that he wears in the movie. Like, it has like a metallic looking yeah. mask, but he doesn't wear that in the movie. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really bad looking Jason design. I, I didn't care for it at all. Um, I I, I never know. noticed that in the in the the poster. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same look. It's not the same mask. And also the like little demon alien looking creature, whatever, doesn't look like the thing that's in the movie either. Not that it, either one would be good. No, but no, yeah, I don't. No. Yeah, yeah, I don't want. I yeah, I'd prefer they didn't exist. But here we are. Yeah, that one looked like a fucking slug. Net. Yeah. Who sat there and thought it was a good idea? That's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. I'll never understand when you have something as good as Jason Voorhees and you say, let's not use it. Yeah, right. Yeah, let's not have him in the movie. And then not only that, like, you take this, like, <sighs> I guess I could see situations where this style of Jason, appearance-wise, would work out and maybe look cool and whatever you want to do with it, but I I just I don't I don't see why you would you know, he's in a jumpsuit. Yeah. Like how the fuck did he change into a jumpsuit? It's like uh there's so many things with the appearance of this Jason where you just look at it and you're like, Okay, that's what we're fucking doing, I guess. But you <laughs> kinda you completely took a very simplistic design to an awesome looking character and ruined it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a terrible looking Jason. It's absolutely awful. Nothing like him. Um, the, you know, we talked about the appearance of the Voorhees house being weird. I I don't understand. I mean, it's this huge house that would, I have no idea how Pamela Voorhees could afford to maintain this house (laughs) on a summer camp cook salary, but apparently she can. I don't know. Only fans, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I, there's, there's just not much that I like about this movie. I, there's. Like, you know, even when you when you watch a bad movie, at some point you're like, all right, this is a bad movie. But then you, you try to find things that you do like about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And with this, you're just sort of shit out of luck. I mean, if you don't like the, those first five minutes, that's all you got. You can cling to that. <laughs> I really like the but, last shot of the movie. Also. Yeah, I mean, the Freddy thing is cool. That's what all this was for, man. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, I mean, they... So they would literally wanted to make another movie um to advance uh, so that they could get to Freddy versus Jason um but then they they had a well they had a couple of problems one this one came out and didn't do very well and also Freddy's Dead came out and didn't do very well um and so then Freddy versus Jason was sort of backburnered but then they couldn't get a script that they liked for Freddy versus Jason anyway they went back and forth for I mean, that script was redone so many times. Um, Tells. You can yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, the original idea for Freddy versus Jason was actually first uh, pitched for Friday the 13th Part 7. Oh, wow. And they couldn't get it done, so they ended up going with a, you know, uh, Wish.com version of Carrie <laughs> for um, uh, the New Blood. And they continued to sort of work on Freddy versus Jason until they could get a script. And then both properties ended up at New Line once Paramount let let Jason Voorhees go. Not Friday the 13th, but Jason. Um, and and so then they, they were. 
there's a great book about all that called Slash of the Titans. It's, it's a fan book where they go to all the different iterations of the script that had come up and all the different ideas. Your internet's unstable. Uh-oh. More than unstable. His internet's just done with this movie. <laughs> no, it's back. Your internet connection is go. unstable, it says. Unstable. Yeah, I'm glad I pay them 80 bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, me and you had a discussion. I, I, I think it was me and you. Uh, and and I think it was when Cat wasn't here, Jason, Jason, uh, Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. I would have liked a darker tone to that, like Cat, like a like a like an eighty style slasher. Somehow, some way, you could morph that into a Freddy versus Jason. And I think Rob said he wouldn't have wanted that. No, I think it, I I think it's exactly what I wanted Freddy versus Jason to be. It's just a stupid, fun, good time. Where do you stand on that, Cat? Um. I I could see it either way. No. I My, I just think by the time they made the movie, by the time they got around to making Freddy versus Jason, that's what those characters had become. Yeah. So let's just go with it. I kind of see that. Yeah. And you know what? It was it was fun. It was stupid. Yeah, it's a fine movie. It's time. not great. But it's fun. It's stupid and it's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a Marvel movie with Jason and Freddy. I mean, they, you know, I, they did have darker script ideas in there. I mean, at one point there was a whole cult of Freddy called the Fred Heads. Um, dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they had like this dark priest thing and there was all this dark black magic shit to bring Freddy back and all this bullshit or whatever. Um, there was a script where Freddy, um, they flashed back to when Jason was, uh, Jason originally drowned. And it was, um, Freddie had married Pamela Voorhees or was dating Pamela Voorhees and drowned Jason and then made it look like the counselors did it or some shit or whatever. I don't know. Um, I mean, there were darker scripts considered for it, but I just don't think they worked. Because at that point, we'd come to expect these characters to be fun. Yeah, I don't hate that we had fun with Freddie versus Jason. Uh, well, no. I don't. I mean, I'm still waiting no, on Jason in the that. snow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there have been scripts pitched for that, too, that have never worked. We're still waiting on Jason in anything right now, man. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Fuck. That's a whole fucking mess. Yeah. The, I mean, we may never get it. You know, which is, would be would... ironic if Friday the 13th stops at 12 movies, but... <laughs> um, You know, I mean, it, it, it's likely we don't get another one. That would be the biggest cutting off your nose to spite your face situation yeah. <laughs> ever. Yeah. And not for nothing, Sean Cunningham must be sitting on a lot more money than people think to just turn down millions. Oh, he's ridiculously wealthy, yeah. Is he Is he like, he's enough to turn down a new movie money? Well, I mean, I don't know if anybody's that, you know what I mean? Like, you can always have more money. I'm going to Google it. That's what I'm doing right now. Jumping <laughs> it, Rob. Huh? Oh yeah, being it, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. According to CelebrityNetWorth.com, he's worth twenty million. Right. Um, you know, twenty million ain't nothing, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I remember reading or hearing somewhere that he has a a nice big uh a huge house that he calls the house that Jason built, <laughs> uh, with a statue yeah. of Jason either out front or in the in the foyer or foyer or whatever the fuck those are called. I'm not fancy. Yeah, I'm not fancy wow. enough to have one, so I don't know. Look at you. Um, 
but yeah, he's he's got a big statue of Jason somewhere. Uh, you know, I mean, not bad for a guy who didn't really want to make these movies. Not too bad at all. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know, man. Like you said, who the hell want, doesn't want more money? Yeah. Even to, even just to leave to your kids or family one day, you know? Yeah. Like, if you look at the budget, I mean, I, we don't know how things are split and all, all that's very Yeah, and, and, you know, and that's the other thing, though. Maybe his kid's an asshole. <laughs> you know, he's like, I don't want to leave that kid shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know his kid. He does have a son. Uh, I had a boss that like refused to leave his kids money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are people like that, it. you know. Yeah. There are people like that. I mean, Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, um, you know, doesn't want to leave his kids money. Oh, dick. Yeah, he's like, you know, he paid for their college and everything, but he wants them to go out and make their own way. I mean, that's fair, but come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. But you know, you also have to be careful. There's a great line. Have you ever seen the movie The Descendants, starring George uh, Clooney? No. no, do love George Clooney. Though. Great movie, great movie, directed by Alexander Payne, who's a, one of my favorite directors. And uh, he's from an extremely wealthy, like, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in a trust family. Um, and his big thing, one of the things he says in the movie is he wants to leave his kids enough money so they can do something, but he has to be careful to not leave them so much that they can do nothing. And I, yeah. I think that that's what you want to strike. You got to strike that balance, right? Because you don't want to. Otherwise, you just end up with some kid who ends up with a reality show and is famous for being rich, and they're a fucking asshole. You know, I'd be all right with that life. I, here's no, the thing: as a parent, you've got to protect the rest of us from that's that fair. But I would be all right with that <laughs> life for me. I saw a video where someone was ranking uh, celebrities that were just famous for doing nothing, and they pointed oh. out Paris Hilton is constantly working for someone who A, has very little career, and B, has that much money. Like, it's amazing how much stuff she's in. <laughs> constantly. Yeah. yeah. And it don't matter. And it just mm. doesn't matter at all. No, me shit, no. <laughs> but I, I, I had never thought about it like that where it's like you know what she does have a lot of hustle all things yeah. considered <laughs> yeah i mean i you know it's easy to make fun of her and talk about how she's dumb or whatever and rich just or famous just for being rich but you know she's she's out there hustling doing her doing her thing i guess yeah um, imagine your everything you hustle for doesn't mean shit because you'd be rich anyway Imagine having that kind of money. I can't you know? imagine hustling if I was going to be rich anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. Right. Like, you could take all her hustle and everything mm -hmm. she's done really out, and she's still fucking rich. That's why I would never, I, I would never, ever, ever in a million years be like uh, one of these billionaire guys, because at some point I would be like, Fuck it, I got enough money, and I'd just go live on a beach somewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't have, uh, I'm not made of that same material of like a guy like Vince McMahon who has, you know, uh, he's literally worth six billion dollars and would keep going to work into his 70s you know like what the fuck are you doing yeah, yeah. Nah, i don't know you've won you've made it to the finish line man i would have done something else oh, fuck that's that. me I... like i do something uh -uh, there's an island somewhere in the caribbean with my name all over it and fucking hopefully no cell service would you let me live on your island no <laughs> why not no 
I can get my own little like tiki hut or something. I'd like you. I'd let you get a rowboat and you could anchor just off the island and live there. <laughs> you want me to live on a rowboat? Yeah. <laughs> you can't even get me one of those like houseboat things or no, nothing. Like, no, on no, a rowboat no, you, Yeah, you get a rowboat, and then uh, once a week I let you row your ass in and take a shower or something. But where am I supposed to shit? That ain't my problem, man. There's a whole <laughs> fucking ocean out there, dude. Just... <laughs> You're going to have a shitty shore, I can yeah. tell you that. <laughs> Damn. But, yeah, I don't know. That that would be, I don't know how it dissolves to talking about Sean Cunningham, but, you know, it's... Because this fucking movie's not worth talking about. No, it's not. There's just not, there's not much here, because it's all bad. I mean, there's nothing that I like about this movie um, it, enough to really, you know, I mean, the first five minutes is great. Everything else sucks. It crossed that line into because I I'll put up with a lot of gore in a movie. Uh, I'll go so far as to say a lot of gore in a movie won't even bother me. But it does kind of cross the line into that like gross out territory where it's like, ooh, look, we're gonna eat the heart and it's gonna be filled with goo and you know, like Mm -hmm. there's just that kind of like extra layer of like how uncomfortable can we try to make people. Yeah. For no reason that I I really just don't appreciate. That's mm-hmm. now. Did you watch it um on your Scream Factory box set, Cat? I did. Okay, and does yours have the because they sent replacement discs for two of the movies, and I think this was one of them because there was a scene that was supposed to be included that wasn't. Um, when the guy gets his arm snapped and the bone comes out. Oh no! I don't think I had that. Oh, um, I did I not watch. Write them. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I I don't remember how I went about getting the replacement discs, but I did. But I did not watch my Blu-ray copy. I watched it on HBO Max because my kid was hogging the fucking TV. Mm. Um, so I watched it on my laptop. Um, find cinema like this on your laptop. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. Um, Maybe that's why you didn't like it. Yeah, that could be the problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, did, how does the Blu-ray look, though? Does it look good? I mean, yeah, quality-wise, it, it, it looks fine. Yeah, I mean, believe it or not, it's I've had that Jason box goes set. To hell. <laughs> yeah, I've had that box set for a long time, and I still haven't managed to get around to Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I can tell you the other ones are nice and crisp. <laughs> um, yeah, I could have used I, that. That is fucked up because I could have used my box set for the first time and yeah. I just didn't have time to do it. Yeah. No. You, you might want to look into those replacement discs. Yeah, they did send me. I might do that. I can't remember what the other one was. There were two of them though. I have a I have a Jason Goes to Hell, Final Friday. I have a Jason X, and I have uh, the 3D Jason Three. They came separate. Maybe that's what you're talking about. That could be. Maybe yeah. they're including them now. Yeah, because they're like just in white little. DVD sleeves. Yeah, yeah, that, that's probably it. Probably included the replacement discs now, but because I got in uh, early on the thing, I had to go to some website and really unstable. Sent me the replacement discs. I should see about getting that done then, because I, I would like the replacement discs. Yeah, especially since Mister Cat's boyfriend guy likes this damn movie <laughs> so much. Uh, more than seven. And three. And three. And my favorite one. Good for him. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
Uh, I have one final note about this before it's just like extra stuff that I well, found at least online. He's, he's smart and got the uh, got the um, oh. at least he's smart at the the first movie. You're back, Rob. I I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I have no clue what's going on. Like I'm just sitting here talking. <laughs> sometimes I'm talking and and it's because I'm muted, and sometimes I'm talking and it's not working because I'm fucking my internet's shit. Like an AT&T. Well, I have one more note about this movie that I wrote down. I sent a link in the, the group chat, Kat, about the replacement disc. Oh, thank you. The note. Uh, this is the unthrilling combination of I dread to watch it and somehow it still always disappoints me. <laughs> oh, so which is how I feel about it every time. <laughs> So my thing with it is I actually kind of am a little opposite of you on that cat. Like every time I go to watch, like when I do the franchise rewatch, when I get to this one, I'm like, you know, maybe it's not as bad as I remember. I think that every time <laughs> and every time it's worse than I remember. That's what you get. Yeah. But every time, <laughs> although people are starting to push for this movie. Uh, yeah, which I is the other thing that I want to talk about. I found a rabbit hole, guys, when I came to get the reviews mm -hmm. for this. Uh, which I guess we can hop into if you want. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm kind of out on what to talk about with this movie. I mean, it's all bad. And I don't have any notes because I didn't watch it. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, the rankings and audience scores uh for this from rotten tomatoes it has a tomato meter of 16 percent <laughs> an audience mm -hmm. score of 24 percent that's way too high yeah. <laughs> i mean 16 is high but 24 jesus if you're yeah. mad about that <laughs> the imdb rating is 4.1 no. <laughs> no. Out of 10? Out of 10. Motherfuckers. And the reviews get really wild. Um, So I found one. Uh, usually I take one bad, one good review. And I have a lot of reviews. Not necessarily because I want to read all of the reviews, but because I want to go through like the ratings and the titles of this one. Uh, like of a bunch of these because they get really weird. Uh, one that I found that I was like, oh, this could be the bad one. Uh, it's called About the Saddest Looking Sack of Shit I've Ever Seen. Two nice. out of ten stars. Seems reasonable, right? Um, this one is the one that I actually ended up, uh, choosing initially as my bad one. And it's, um, <laughs> one star is one too many for this turd. Uh, <laughs> one star out of ten. What were the filmmakers smoking? This is just stupid. There's nothing good about this film. Nothing. It's amateurish in every way possible. The script is bad. The direction is non-existent. The editing is horrible. The special effects not good. The acting is awful. I had already posted a review stating that the fifth of installment of the series was absolutely the worst, but how wrong was I? This one was the worst, without a doubt. While Friday's part 5, 7, and 8 were disappointments, they at least had a moderate level of entertainment value for fans, but this one truly doesn't. Um, 
So they just kind of lay and uh, Jason goes to hell, which mm-hmm. I think is appropriate. I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Uh, uh, this one, I just wanted to bring up the title of it really fast once I realized I was going down a rabbit hole. Um, the title of this is just, it's rated six out of 10. And it says definitely one of the last installments of the franchise, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which I really like. Um. Like, they didn't even fact check to see if it was the last. (laughs) They were just like, definitely one of the last. It's right there in the title, The Final Friday. (laughs) Uh, This title, uh, it got a one out of ten stars. They honestly don't understand and honestly don't care. (laughs) Uh, Which, yeah, fair. All right. Yeah. I mean, don't understand what and who's they and don't care about what. I'm not sure, but okay. Yeah, just don't understand. They don't care. Uh, This one I thought was really fascinating, specifically because of the rating system. And it took me a surprisingly long time. Like, I I have a couple options that we've been going through for bad reviews. I saved this one also because while I was looking for low-rated reviews, uh, the first one that I found doesn't have a rating system through, like, the IMDb star system, but they do, in their review, say that it gets one half star and then in parentheses, out of four. So okay. they've invented their own rating system. Right. That's uh, fun. Jason Goes to Hell gets one half out of four, uh, which I thought was worth mentioning because uh, yeah. it was kind of fun. Yeah, that's fun. Why not? Uh, and the rating systems get really inconsistent from here. I oh. mean, the filmmakers can invent their own lore and, and history of, of Jason Voorhees, <laughs> so this person can invent their own rating system. I see what they're doing here. They're playing on another level. I like it. <laughs> uh, this guy says that it for six out of ten stars, it is not as bad as the rest of the series. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> All right, I, I think we got a candy bar locked and loaded for somebody. <laughs> what what could like what could be worse prior to this? Well, the Friday you know, the Thirteenth series on the whole isn't worth the film stock that it's filmed on, and really wow. deserves all of the negative reactions that it gets. But the one thing that I don't understand is why this, the ninth part in the series, often bears the full brunt of Friday the Thirteenth hatred. While the film is a long way from brilliant and only serves as a slice of mindless entertainment at best, at least it offers a bit more on the invention front than the previous waste of times. <laughs> mm, Rob, that that was Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy. I think. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. Yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna get on here and write a review real quick." <laughs> no, she'll read it. Yeah, yeah. What's what? What's the username on that one? Don't hit me with a cattle prod. Uh, no, that is. <laughs> The underscore void. Okay. On IMDb. Yeah, that person's a void of intelligence. <laughs> so don't hit me with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Here's one. Seven out of ten stars, which is where I started to get really alarmed. Yeah. Uh, is this really the worst Friday the 13th film? Yes. <laughs> Uh, I don't share this opinion, but I can see why other fans may say that the ninth film is the worst. (laughs) Uh, If you like a good amount of trivia with your horror, the final Friday won't let you down. Which, you know what, they're right about that. We have a lot of trivia for this. Oh, yes, we have some trivia to get to. Uh, I had never thought that that should increase the score, but we're... Right. No. Yeah. 
As a matter of fact, most of the trivia, the largest portion of the trivia and facts that I found are about how terrible this movie is <laughs> <laughs> and exactly how, how how awful it was to make. Um, And then this one, it, and this is where I started to get, like, I had been concerned and confused with some of the other reviews. Right here is why I started to get scared, right? Uh, because this is a review, 8 out of 10 stars. It is called Finally, uh, with the L-Y in parentheses. I think this is supposed to be a pun. Ooh. Uh, um, we also it was left in November of 2020, which is a lot more recent than some of these other reviews. I don't like that people are uh, developing these opinions later on in retrospect. Um, we've had Jason movies before that challenged the fans, but none so much like this does. Right from the start, you can get the cliches all thrown in your face. Girl, alone, cabin, night. I mean, if you thought it couldn't get more cliche, well, then the movie proves you wrong. But then it flips. I'm not sure if it can even call that flipping. This is insane. You might not believe what happens, which the title sort of suggests. But in the first 10 minutes or however long it took, uh, of course, that is not it. And the family relationships aside, more people have an issue with the on-screen time Kane Hodder gets in this movie. Me too. Uh, <laughs> and then it, it goes on. It, it takes a lot of liberties. Um, that He's more of a Freddy Krueger kind of guy. He does admit to that in the middle mm -hmm. of the review. Okay. Uh, but then I personally enjoyed this a lot. Flaws and all included. Who cares about the spelling error? Seriously, take it as a joke, which I did not. I did not take that as a joke, yeah, guys. No. No. Uh, sit back and enjoy this crazy ride with some of the best performances of the series. Wow. Uh, and I was just, I kept waiting for the like gotcha moment uh -huh. of this review and it just kept not coming. No, because this is a, the, a narrative that people are trying to drive that this movie is good. I don't know why. It's absurd. To answer this, guys, see, I, as a Friday the 13th fan, when I sit down to watch one of these movies, it is specifically because I don't want to be challenged. <laughs> if I wanted to be challenged. <laughs> I would watch something else. <laughs> uh, this one, Rob, I'm glad that you ended up bringing up your hatred for Duke. Because uh, this one goes into that a little bit. Nine out of ten. Uh, oh, and the title okay. of the review is, I love this film and it's the most action-packed and thrilling and gives us the best character of the franchise, Duke, with four exclamation points. <laughs> wow. So dumb. And Someone candy really bar? liked Duke. Absolutely candy bar. So we got two candy bars. <laughs> we got so two far. candy bars for this one, yeah. Uh, and uh, so the review is very long and winding. Um, some highlights. Jason Goes to Hell is my personal favorite of the whole franchise. Uh, it's action-packed, gross, fun, 90s gore fest. Completely original to the rest of the franchise. Um... Another great part of this film is bounty hunter Creighton Duke, played to perfection by the character act actor Stephen Williams. Duke is my favorite character in the whole franchise. Duke has a past with Jason and is hunting him down and is a total badass who wants Jason for he's dead for good. And Duke, uh, and <laughs> Duke does seem to have a past with Jason. We have no idea what the fuck it is, but apparently he mm -hmm. does. We don't know what it is. Yeah. And then there's like several pages worth of just uh, fanboying over Creighton Duke. Terrible character. <laughs> he's an awful character. He's like um it's like a cartoon character. Like he's not a real person <laughs> at all. 
it's just ridiculous. Um, one of the things that I really wanted to highlight about this review is also the last line. And I want to point out that at this point, I think I only read two of them out loud, but it says several times in here that this is uh, this person's favorite installment of Friday the 13th. The last line is Jason Goes to Hell is definitely in my top three Friday films, <laughs> which All I right. really appreciate. Like they're they seem to be wavering a little bit here at the end. Yeah, they have worse rankings than Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy. It's unbelievable. <laughs> People just shouldn't be allowed to watch certain things I don't know. I don't know. but i did i posted because at, like i do on twitter i post on facebook and even in a few horror movie facebook groups that i'm in like when i'm watching a movie so i kind of get a reaction from people you know to see what they think and i will say that of all the reaction that i got from people all the comments people left it was largely positive for this movie i don't know why i Leave those groups i, I don't, don't understand. understand it it's a bad movie uh, and then my last two, because uh, I actually did find uh, way, way too many options for 10 out of 10 star reviews. Uh, one is just called This Chapter is Fully Packed that I saved. Um, a few surprises in this, especially the ending, a real shocker when I saw it the first time. Best ending ever. I do like the end. Um, I do think that that part, uh, that the end, that last shot saved the, saves this movie for a lot of people. It just yeah. isn't enough to save this movie for me at all. No. no. Uh, and that was one thing when we did Murder by Numbers, I didn't remember Friday the 13th Part 9 being bad because like the thing that had stuck with me as a kid was the ending and I was devastated to watch it again. Um, that could have been a teaser video. They didn't need to do all this. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then my last review, the last part of the rabbit hole, um, another 10 out of 10 star review. Again, there were just too many of these to choose from. Uh, the, the review is just great. Although this film gets a little too sci-fi, it has one, high body count, two, good looking teenagers, weird thing to say, three, an unbeatable <laughs> Jason Voorhees, and four, gore and violence. What more could you ask for? Nothing in my opinion. Also, this film has much better acting Special effects, sound quality, and picture quality than the others. Good to rent. So... Uh, candy bar. Yeah. I mean, look. I... All right. The special effects in this movie aren't bad. What more They're could I good. want? You know, like A Jason, lot. maybe. <laughs> I could just want Jason in the movie. But the performances are better than the others. <laughs> then the performances are particularly good. I don't know that any of the performances are bad. Like, I don't think anybody's necessarily bad in this movie. But they're not any better than any of the other ones that are in Friday the 13th films either. There's I just... would like Jason and not be a slug and be yeah, Jason. Yeah. You know, just be Jason. That's <laughs> be that's nice, what I would yeah. like. I would like Jason running around a camp murdering teenagers. <laughs> that's a lot to ask for. Apparently. The, Apparently. It's too much. We've got to do something different. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, so the reviews really shook me for this. But the ones on Rotten Tomatoes, I will say, uh, I only found like two positive ones and they didn't really cite anything other than, oh, campy violence. Uh, but most of them were negative, And that gave me a little bit of hope. And then going through the IMDb, there were just pages and pages of like 10 star reviews for this movie. And I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. Wasn't uh 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 rotten tomatoes that was the one i wanted to ban right yes <laughs> i feel bad now 
the, they were really pulling their weight today. Yeah. But yeah, four. It was what four point uh, six out of ten, I think, on IMDb. I closed yeah, the thing already. That's ridiculous. But um, <laughs> too high. Yeah, and there is a documentary about the making of this movie coming. For apparently, yeah. Um, they've been talking about that for years now, and I haven't seen anything about it, so I don't know. I would love to know how this happened. <laughs> oh, well, sit tight, because I also went down a bit of a rabbit hole <laughs> on this movie when I was looking for facts uh, and trivia about it. Um, it had an estimated $3 million budget. It grossed uh, $15.9 million worldwide. That's um, better than I would have thought, honestly. Yeah. That $3 million? Yeah. That's not a lot of money, to be fair. No. No, it's not. Why even make the movie at that point? Um, So there was uh, apparently a comic book that bridged the gap between Friday the 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, and this film. It followed Jason uh, after he was dipped in toxic waste in New York and then walked back to Crystal Lake. Um, And it also explains why the FBI has a task force that is specifically designed to capture or kill Jason Voorhees. Of course, we don't see any of that in this movie. Um, Well, these facts are kind of all over the place, by the way, just so you're aware. Um, The jungle gym in front of the Voorhees house was also used in The Birds in 1963, the Hitchcock film, which is kind of cool. Um, Speaking of props that were used, Jason's heart was used in From Dusk Dusk Till Dawn as Monkey Man's heart. They used the same prop for that. Oh, Jason's got a monkey heart. Um, in the film, just before he handcuffs himself to Jason um, and part of the uh, furniture, Creighton Duke says, son of a bitch, you remember me? In the final film, uh, it sounds nonsensical. In the audio commentary on the DVD and Blu-ray, it's revealed that the script at one point had it that Jason killed Duke's girlfriend. His backstory initially explained um, that he was canoeing with his girlfriend in Camp Crystal Lake before Jason emerged from the water and dragged his girlfriend down into the lake. So there was an explanation for why Creighton Duke was hunting Jason Voorhees and how he uh, had ran into him in the past. But again, it's not in the movie. (laughs) We just don't get to know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, One early concept for this movie was Jason Goes to L.A. in which two rival gangs would be fighting and Jason would show up and start murdering them, bringing the rival gangs together to defeat him. Would have been better. (laughs) Would have been better. I mean, I still would have been crazy about it, but it would have been better. It could have had iced tea. Yeah. 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 Actor Stephen Williams would only play bounty hunter Creighton Duke if he could dress as a cowboy. Apparently, that was his condition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Not that's one money. question answered, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? I kind of respect that, too. He's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it, but I got to dress as a cowboy. If you don't let me wear a cowboy hat, I ain't doing it. And who cares? In this fucking bullshit movie? Yeah, fine. Dress like a pirate if you want. Oh. Uh, um, actors Michael B. Silver and Michelle Clooney, they play Luke and Deborah, the couple who have sex in the tent. They had been a couple in real life, but they broke up just before being cast, which oh, made no. the, which made the, uh, the hours that they had to spend stark naked simulating sex in the tent. Very awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> um, when Creighton Duke is being interviewed and he demands 500 grand for the capture of Jason, he says for that, you get the mask, the machete, the whole damn thing. It's a reference to Jaws. When Quint demands a $10,000 to kill the shark, he says for that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. 
A nice little tribute right. to Jaws there. Um, okay, this one uh, you got to kind of follow a little bit, uh, but it pays off in the end. All right. Uh, Magnum PI writer Jay Hughley, we're going to say, because I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his name. Okay. Uh, his final draft for Jason Goes to Hell was awful and was impossible to understand. Sean Cunningham was coming up against a deadline because New Line needed to see a script within a couple of days or else they were going to cancel the project. So he uh, recruited my boyfriend's back writer, Dean Laurie, and he sat with him in a room for four days and wouldn't let Laurie leave until they had a script they could film. <laughs> in the process, they basically threw out all of Hughley's work Lori stayed on on as an ever-present sounding board on set. Cunningham also brought in Louis Abernathy, uh, who did Deep Star Six, and Leslie Boehm, uh, who did A Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five, The Dream Child. Oh, goddamn it! <laughs> had them perform uncredited rewrites. Abernathy wrote the opening sequence, and Boehm did a last-minute polish over the weekend. Boehm um, was uh, so adamant that his name not be attached to the screenplay in any <laughs> way. That in the closing credits, he's listed as executive typist. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Oh, my God. He said, this is such a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. Do not that's put- my goal. And that's my new goal in life. It's like, I want to create a movie so bad that I don't want credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you want to create a giant turd and just pass it yeah. along to somebody? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there were plans for there were plans for a video game based on the movie, but it was uh, it was created but never released. Oh no! Mm-hmm. But I they want made, it. They made the whole thing and didn't even fucking play. Everybody's just saying fuck it. Yep, apparently. Wow. Can we get a petition going to have that released? Uh, the only person who actually viewed any of the footage during the initial twenty eight day <laughs> shoot was editor David Handman. Meaning no one was viewing the dailies as per normal procedure. They were all too focused on moving on to the next thing to stop and make sure that what they got was usable. A lot of it wasn't. Adam Marcus, the director, um, had made many first-time director mistakes. For example, he'd, he originally had an eight-minute sequence in nonstop slow motion. He, <laughs> he had various conversations that dragged on so long that not even uh, there was nothing you could do to make them funny or interesting. Uh, they were only able to salvage around 40 to. Oh, no. Wow. That was abrupt. 50 minutes of his original f- filming shoots and re. Oh, no. During this process, story leaked while others were added. And he's still probably going. Creative editing. They also compressed some vital scenes, such as Creighton Duke explaining the rules. <laughs> Even after all that, Sean Cunningham still found the finished film beyond embarrassing. Saying, uh, Adam came to me and said, the last thing fans want to see is Jason going through Camp Crystal Lake, chopping up teenagers again. Of course, it was the only thing they wanted to see. And Adam delivered this movie that was not any good. Oh, my God. Um, released on August 13th, 1993, Jason Goes to Hell the Final Friday, ultimately grossed $15.9 million, which was an improvement over... Uh, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan, which made fourteen point three million. This That's made bullshit. it the second lowest grossing Friday the thirteenth to that point. Um, although the fifteen point nine million dollars was enough to be the highest grossing horror film of nineteen ninety three. Wow, shame. The original title of the movie was Friday the Thirteenth Part Nine: The Dark Heart of Jason. That makes more sense. 
Um, and Tony Todd auditioned for the role of Creighton Duke, but he lost out to Stephen Williams. Damn. What? Yeah, which actually might be a good, good thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, all right. Yeah. Originally, the roles eventually played by Leslie Jordan and Rush, Rusty Schwimmer were reversed. In the script, Shelby was a woman and Joey was a man, as evidenced by their names. However, once Jordan and Schwimmer um, had read for the role separately and then as a duo, the producers decided to switch the characters' genders. Therefore, Jordan, Jordan's character was originally the wife while Schwimmer's was initially the husband. Which I actually think works that a little bit. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> because Joey is one of the characters that I actually like in the movie. And um, I, it, she does kind of read like a tough ass woman, you know, I think if yeah. it was played by a man, I wouldn't like it. You know what I, I mean? I also like, don't think Leslie Jordan could have gotten away with well, that's true, yeah. that character. Yeah, that is that is 100 percent true. That was um, one thing I didn't bring up. I It's weird for me to see Leslie Jordan playing a, a straight man. Yeah. Thing. yeah. <laughs> Um, the, this is the only film uh, in the Friday the 13th franchise to be, re be released in the 1990s. Um, Sean Cunningham long since believed actors never took their cues fast enough, meaning it would take them a couple of seconds too long to, for example, go out of a room through a door because they'd be too busy emoting. So his passive aggressive solution was not to communicate more clearly to actors, but instead to shoot at 22 frames per second instead of 24. He thought the increased speed would eliminate any sign of hesitation from the actor. And this put the audio all out of whack, but he was able to fix it with a harmonizer. And so he put the technique to test on Deep Star 6, and he liked the results enough that he forced Marcus to employ the method while filming Jason Goes to Hell. Unexpectedly, though obvious, uh, one of the consequences of filming everything at a slightly faster frame rate was that they they thought they had a 90-minute film when they actually only had an 80-minute movie. Oh, my God. Damn. <laughs> That's how bad this thing was. And uh, oh speaking God. of how bad it was to be on the set, director Adam Marcus wanted Carrie Keegan to do her shower scene completely nude. Uh, Keegan says she told them uh, from the get-go that she wouldn't do nudity, while Marcus maintains he was never uh, or he, she was never up front with him about that. Keegan says that Marcus knew, but kept telling everyone he'd be able to convince her to change her mind. She never did, though. And so during the scene, she wore a flesh-covered a flesh-covered bathing suit bottom and Madonna-like cone bra with just Dixie cups instead of cones. The water was so hot, though, that she was literally crying from pain. Keegan complained about the whole thing to her agent, who then argued with everyone in the production, especially Marcus. As a result, Keegan and Marcus became enemies. And it got so bad that she walked off the set, even though they were mere days away from rapping. So Sean Cunningham had to take the movie away from Marcus and come in to direct the final couple of days. It was the only way to get her to come back. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so this whole thing was a fucking mess. Toby Hooper was originally considered to direct. I can't imagine why he would possibly turn it down. <laughs> The guy who played Steven also starred in the TV series Friday the 13th, the series, uh, which was, of course, not really connected to the movies or Jason just shared a title with him. Uh, due to the presence of the Necronomicon and Dagger from the Evil Dead, Jason is often incorrectly assumed by fans to be a deadite. This was simple fan service uh, done by director Adam Marcus. He intended to have a backstory for Pamela Voorhees that she used the Necronomicon to to re uh, resurrect her dead son, explaining, explaining why he's so hard to kill after he drowned in the lake. 
But because Warner Brothers didn't own the rights of the Evil Dead, this couldn't be done legally, so they just decided to include the props as an Easter egg. Yeah. Um, Adam Marcus has also revealed that he originally intended for the film's male protagonist, Stephen, to be Tommy Jarvis, but could not include him because New Line didn't own the rights to Tommy's character, so he had to write a new character. I got that vibe. I was like, yeah. man, you guys couldn't afford Tommy, huh? Yeah. Thank God they left Tommy alone. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Michelle Clooney was voted number eight on the list of the top 12 boobs of the Friday the 13th franchise by the website Icon versus Icon in 2015. Far uh, five won that already. What are people doing? I have the list if you would like, uh, like to hear who are oh, the, yeah. the 12 top boobs of the Friday the 13th franchise. Uh, number 12 was JJ from Jason Takes Manhattan. She doesn't get naked. That was one of the things on their list, though. They said they didn't necessarily have to be exposed boobs, just good boobs. Okay. All right. well, that's fair. Uh, number 11, Lori, played by Monica Kina in J uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Number 10 uh, was Adrian, uh, played by Christy Angus in Jason X. Number 9, Marcy, fair. played by Janine Taylor in the original Friday the 13th. Number 8, Deborah, played by Michelle Clooney in Jason Goes to Hell, as we just talked about. Number 7, Debbie, played by Tracy Savage in Part 3. Number six, Megan, played by Jennifer Cook and Jason Lives. Uh, number seven, Sandra, played by Marta Kober in part two. Number four, Samantha, played by Judy Aronson in the final chapter. Number three, Robin, played by Elizabeth Caton in The New Blood. Number two, Brie, played by Juliana Guile, Ghoul, I don't know, in the remake. You know those boobs, Mikey. Uh, damn right I did. Yeah, stupendous yeah. nipple placement. And of course, number one <laughs> is Tina, played by Deborah Voorhees in The New Beginning. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Uh, the Necronomicon found in the Voorhees house is a prop, which was created by Tom Sullivan uh, for The Evil Dead and The Evil Dead 2, obviously. Um, and he owned those props. Sam Raimi sent a letter asking Sullivan to forgive him for not asking permission to borrow the props for the film. Tom Sullivan said he was not paid and he would never again loan out props without permission. <laughs> um, after the film was released, the Wall Street Journal called it a return to morality in cinema uh, because what? of the scene where Luke and Deborah are murdered while having sex after deciding not to use a condom. Oh my God. Wall Street <laughs> Journal, so they need a condom. I don't even know what to yeah. do with that. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is actually a morality play, guys. <laughs> we just didn't know it all the way. Um, That's, Adam, oh my God. That would be a really good Friday the 13th sequel, though. <laughs> if it was like one of those like Christian hell houses, and oh, then yeah. Jason's just there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the power of Christ compels him. <laughs> <laughs> Better than this. <laughs> Adam Marcus revealed that Duke actually survived his attack by Jason, and he had plans on making a spinoff movie about him. He was uh, <laughs> he would have explored his backstory and how he first came into contact with Jason, who killed his girlfriend, and his subsequent quest for revenge. The critical and financial failure of this film, along with New Line Cinema, uh, Cinema's focus on getting Freddy versus Jason made, prevented such a film from ever being made. Damn. Oh, no. Who doesn't want the Creighton Duke spinoff? <laughs> this is the second of two Friday the 13th movies that feature Jason in which he doesn't use a machete to kill anyone. The other one being the final chapter from 1984. Of course, fair. it's kind of not fair because Jason's hardly in this movie. <laughs> yeah. 
And finally, the crate from the Creep Show segment, the crate can be seen in the basement of the Voorhees house for unexplained reasons. I guess it's just there's fan service. So that is all the trivia that I found. My biggest takeaway from most of that is that not only is this a terrible movie, but it was a shit show of a production as well. Yeah, it sounds like everyone knew that it was going to be a shit movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, it, the director, Adam Marcus, making the argument that people don't want to see Jason Voorhees murdering teenagers at a camp. It's time to do something different is just fucking ridiculous. I don't understand that. No, that's all we want to see. That's all I, we've wanted to see for, at this point, eight movies. <laughs> you know? Like, what are you doing? Who knows, man? So, uh, yeah, quite the rabbit hole on the trivia that I went down. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, I, when you start reading some of that stuff, you're just like, oh, holy shit. Like, can you imagine if Tony Todd had played Creighton Duke? No. That's, that would be wild. Yeah, I mean, he would be I, great because he's Tony Todd, but he would be great in this movie. yeah it would have been man that would have given me a a bit of a conflict there also do you think that would have like changed his like if he had been in this do you think that would have changed things well maybe he wouldn't have been dressed as a cowboy (laughs) well i don't know and you know or or the fact that they had the balls to take this shitty script to toby hooper yeah so just like a timeline question there. Did they have the script written before Toby Hooper was being considered? You know, that's that's Is a good question. Is this the script that they took? That's a good question. I mean, let's be honest, though. It sounds like the script that they had before this one was terrible, it was even worse than this one. How? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, but that seems to be, I mean, Sean Cunningham held a man in hostage for four days in the room. <laughs> they had one he thought they could film and this is what they came out with so how bad was the first one you know yeah but Um, what's the point of russian people like that like what do you think you're gonna get out of putting pressure like that on somebody yeah i don't know but yeah one more movie 15 million dollars yeah i guess look we got a fucking freddy glove at the end you figure out the rest yeah right now (laughs) yeah nothing sounded good about this the fact that no one was watching dailies to make sure it was usable shit that they were getting is just absurd. So it never really had any kind of chance, did it? Yeah, no, no. I mean, he filmed an eight-minute sequence in slow motion. Can you imagine having <laughs> to sit through that? That's yeah, that's not good. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Piece um, of shit. Yeah, he was the youngest guy to ever direct a Friday the Thirteenth movie, though. I think it was his first film. I'm sure it was. He was only like 22 or 23 years old. So, you know, I can't. I mean. Like, so he had it, plenty of time to change careers, is right, what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, I mean, as much as I kind of want to blame him, you know, I kind of look at all the people around him, people like Sean Cunningham, and go, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. You know, like, I, I get, okay, so you, you go to Toby Hooper, who you can't get, and so then you hire this guy who's never made a movie before and is 23 years old, then, you know, you might need to babysit him a little bit and pay attention to what the fuck he's doing. Made a piece of shit. Yeah, he sure did. All right, so uh, we important only this some bitch. I think we. Uh, I think we yeah. should. I might have the highest score of all of us. Well, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Rewatch because mm-hmm. you know I've been busy. Mm-hmm. So off of memory, 
I mean, you know, taking the budget into consideration, they really didn't have much money, but they kind of put themselves in a shit position with a lot of things anyway. Story being the main thing. And adjacent design just shit poorly. That's not a good idea. Um uh, <laughs> give it a three. Holy shit. No, I do no. not have the high <laughs> score. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I'll give it a two point eight. Two point eight final. Three's too high. I can't right. give it a three. All right. Well, um, taking into account everything that this movie um does wrong, which is pretty much everything. Everything. <laughs> Uh, and then I, I weighed what it gets right, which is the opening five minutes, the character of Joey, and the Freddy glove at the end. I landed at a 1.1. Damn. Okay. I do think it's really funny you thought you were going to have the highest score for this at 1.1. <laughs> uh, okay. I am. Up to uh, <laughs> 1.8. Damn. Uh, I had it at a 1.6, but I am giving it, putting it into context, uh, like with the budget, I do feel like it gets a tiny bit of wiggle room, and then I'm going to give it a 0.1 for the cowboy hat. I like the story about that. That's <laughs> that's good. Uh, so I'm actually, I'm 0.2 points higher that I was like from the score that I wrote down and it's wow. still not quite a two. All right. Yeah, no, I thought uh, me giving it a 1.1 was kind of generous and uh, I was going to have the highest score, but it looks like I have the lowest. Yeah. I felt like a 1.6 was really generous, but I do really like the beginning and this was my favorite ending shot of a Friday the 13th movie. You know, that's not nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I rewatched it, I'd be lower, but, <laughs> I haven't yet, but I. You know what? The only reason it's it's a little higher for me is still a Friday Thirteenth movie, and I know, but it's not. That's the thing. That's why it sucks. It's not. You're right, but there there's things like, you know, I gave I gave Texas Chainsaw that remake a one point one. Well, that's on you. <laughs> I, well, the thing fucking deserved a one point one. Man, it sucked. So oh. yeah, what? Yeah, comparing it to Texas Chainsaw might actually lower my score. What did I give Texas Chainsaw? Fuck. <laughs> 3.1. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because yeah. I would rather watch that than this shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I don't know, man. I at least know. that's... At least that, that has Leatherface in it. It's not some slug that is transforming <laughs> bodies. I have a great idea for a Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know what? I'll, I'll drop it into a two. I'm still the highest, but it's 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 a fucking two. It's a two. It's got Jason Voorhees in it, man. That, for better or worse, is still there's only so low I can go on that alone. So that's it. Not slasher radio approved. No, not at all. One point six. Damn. No, I feel like um. Like when I watch this this movie, I feel like Brando and The Godfather when he's like, They massacred <laughs> my boy, you know, when he's after Sonny gets killed. No. Good job, guys. You watch Jason Goes to Hell. Mm-hmm. Proud of you. I don't know why you would sit through something like that, but you did it. Good for you. 
And uh, next week, it's Incantation. <laughs> We're Look, doing I, Asian movies for life. Oh, God, <laughs> As payment. I Asian know, movies I, and shark movies. And if I can find an Asian shark movie, you better believe. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm going to pay for this, but it's worth it, damn it. Oh, it's my goodness. Unbelievable. You really didn't see this coming at all, either of you? No, I thought I didn't I think didn't you'd be that big a dick. Yeah, I didn't know what to do, and I'm like, you know what? It would be funny if I made him watch Jason Goes to Hell, but then I'd have to watch Jason Goes to Hell. And I'm like, well, do I have to watch Jason? I, I mean, have to watch Jason. I don't know why. I, you know, you watched Resurrection last year, so it just made sense <laughs> yeah. you'd watch this movie. That was a great movie. That that was the that was the toughest part. It was so hard to top Resurrection. That you know, here we are. Yeah. Well, I've got a fun one lined up for my birthday pick in a few weeks, so. Maybe for my birthday, I'll choose Resurrection, but then instead of showing up, I'll just invite Greg. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be fucked up, man. Wow. (laughs) Holy shit. Me and Robin here, then just Greg's name pops up. Oh, no. I'll just send him the link. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't like, he really shits. He acts like Halloween Resurrection is Jason Goes to Hell. I mean, it is of the Halloween movies. But it's not Jason. It's not. It's it's mm-hmm. not, though, because six. No. Halloween six. No, Resurrection's worse than six. Right. No. <laughs> it's bad, but it's not six. No, Resurrection is, is the worst one in the franchise. It is the one I dread <laughs> watching the most. It's worse oh, than the Rob Zombie ones. More than. Oh, my goodness. That's fucked up. That that spite is all that is. That's being spiteful. I also agree that it is worse than the Rob Zombie ones, but this is coming from someone that likes Rob Zombie a lot more than Rob does. Mm. Well, he had a fucking mess of a show here in Indianapolis. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. There were four bands supposed to play, right? So the Mm. venue... Uh, sends out a thing early in the day, like, uh, you know, we're opening doors early, get here early, we're expecting a big crowd, blah, 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 all that bullshit, you know? And so they get all these people out there, it's fucking hot as shit, and then they send a thing like, yeah, we're delaying opening doors that are going to be open for two and a half hours. <laughs> no, people were fucking pissed. They're like, we're stuck out in the heat, you won't even let us in so we can get something to drink, this sucks. And uh, so it turns out, apparently, one of the trucks that was carrying shit for, you know, the production of the show caught on fire on its way here. Oh, and, my God. Uh, <laughs> fucking broke down. So two of the bands that were supposed to play didn't play, which people were pissed because some people were there to see those two bands, you know. Yeah. And then the one band that did uh, what they just called an abbreviated set. And then I think he came out and played like seven songs. And then that was it. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Rob Zombie. Yeah, people were mad as fuck. I don't they, blame them. They, at that point, at some point, you just can't, you postpone the show, right? You just cancel it and reschedule. Yeah, they, they're just being dicks over the trailer. All that is. <laughs> that trailer looks bad. Fair enough. And maybe, maybe the movie will be good, but I just watching that, I'm like, this is ninety minutes of this. Jesus Christ. He should go back to redneck shit because this is fucking terrible. I'm gonna tell Bobby. I'm gonna tell Bobby. I'm gonna tell Bobby whatever you want. <laughs> uh, all right, are, are we done talking about Jason Goes to Hell? Yes, okay, forever. I was done before we even started. 
I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of everybody involved in this, except for Mr. Cat's boyfriend guy. I'm disappointed in you, <laughs> sir. I don't know what he's doing. This cat of prod time. Maybe we tried. Know. Just, I mean, I think about like how he <laughs> views life on a day to day basis. Just must have fucking twisted shit going on in his head. He likes movies a lot. I so I make him watch. I, I kind of think movies. he doesn't. No, I no. Hear me out, because I, I seriously he doesn't know he. <laughs> uh, and I say this with love, but he doesn't really know what a bad movie is. Like he's just really? happy to be watching stuff. I I force these movies on him, and then he's always a lot kinder to them than I am. So that's a part three. He, not to part three. <laughs> yeah, there's a butthole to part three. Oh, and apparently wow. not to seven either, which got uh, kind of thrown under the bus. Like, he defended it to me when we watched it, and then he kind of threw it under the bus this last time. And again, he's not but... wrong about seven being a bad Friday the 13th entry. It's he's just, not. It's just not worse than this one. I don't think it's worse than this one. On Jason appearance alone. It's not worse than this mm-hmm. one. That that'll carry it over this one alone. Unbelievable. So he <laughs> now he has to rewatch part three and Jason goes to hell and now seven. I'm not gonna do any of that with him. <laughs> Me and Rob are you can assign cat. him homework, but oh no. No, 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 no. We gotta oh, be no, there. No, no. Cattle prods in hand, ready to go. Um all right. <laughs> go go to slash radio.com. Check out all of our episodes, articles, interviews, uh, maybe cattle prod videos. I don't know. And uh, um, Twitter, at Slash Radio on Twitter. And Patreon.com forward slash Slash Radio. Uh, you'll be part of giveaways and get a bunch of extra content and everything else. Uh, I think I mentioned my grandmother dropping a Kindle in a toilet. Yeah. That'll be <laughs> Easter egg stuff. So Yeah. yeah that's, that's good stuff. That's, that's I mean, not for your grandma, but, you know. No, she's out of Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm at Mikey's Dead. Go check me out. Probably, yeah. I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob123, and you can listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Did uh, you ask those people about that thing? No, nah, I forgot. You forgot? Are the mascot again? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you what they're going to say right now, but... How do you... How could you even know that? I mean, I'm just I'm just going off their past rulings regarding you, but I mean, I can, I can I can put it forth to them if you really want me to. I just have to remember. It's my only shot. Yeah, mine is yeah I know it's, it's not looking good. No, no, it's not. It's not at all. But yeah, I got no balls, two strikes, bottom of the ninth. Like I'm, I everything's against me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll ask them. All right, all right. Let me know. Uh, Cat, where they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore valor, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out my website, catvalor.com. Nice. And uh, we will be back next week, guys, with the Patreon pick. Uh, good night from Slasher Radio. Fuck, it's Patreon like pick? it's always the Patreon pick. I know. Every time I turn around, it's goddamn Patreon pick. Can't get worse than this week. And they never pick anything good. All the best of Slasher Radio Podcast.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.